Episode 136 of the Quincy Jones Show. We are in 2021. First off, it is your host, Quincy Jones. Go along with the best tag team partner. We in here. Doc Lesnar, what's going on, man? TH1. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, the hybrid one, the hip-hop hybrid one. You guys know what it is. The the, the H cubed. There you go. (laughs) TH cubed. The TH cubed one. But uh, you guys know what it is. Doc Lesnar, hip-hop hybrid. I got to remind you, I'll tell y'all when I plug. But, yeah, we back here, man. We over here in Quincy's comfortable kitchen of kayfabe catering. And it's Quincy's kayfabe catering. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, hey, by the way, keep an eye out. I'm going to be starting a collectibles account pretty soon. Ooh. If y'all are interested, I got I got some good stuff. I got some good collections I Quincy's put together. Quincy's collectibles with a <laughs> Probably something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 first of all, this is kayfabe real quick. We, 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 we I, I was popping Doc the other day. We had a few, a uh, few names that we ran through. Yo, we did though. Uh, I think it was a Fig, uh, Fig Sexy, Quincy Nash. Yeah. Um, there was a couple because the there was one. Show. I hit you with one like I think two shows ago, yeah, but it was did. so out of context that it was like I think you got it later. But it's that ig, man. It's the, it, I, I know <laughs> yeah. for me, I, I said uh, Hogan, I'm gonna get you figure. Oh, the big fig. Uh, oh, the big fig. Oh, fig Papa Pump was another big one. Big Papa Pump was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Good wholesome stuff. But what's going on, guys? Yeah, we do. What's the Jones Show? Uh, lots of. Uh, Developments in wrestling. Wrestling news. Um, obviously, if you guys have been living under a rock, obviously there's been some developments going on between AEW and uh, Impact Wrestling. They did Say just have uh, so. Hard to Kill mm-hmm. uh, pay-per-view on the weekend. Um, of course, I tuned into the uh, the six-man. They've been uh, pretty much plugging the entire month. Uh, well, who was it? What is it? The Good Brothers and Kenny O. Meggs yep. uh, going up against, uh, it was last uh, pl- place, uh, or last minute, I should say, a replacement uh, yeah, it with was, Moose. Yeah, it was well, Miss Motor City Machine Guns. I guess Shelly got hurt. I was about, yeah. about to ask. And uh, Rich Swan. Like, I'm like, did they get hurt when they were filming them, like beating them down in several <laughs> segments? I, I couldn't like, tell you, on, but man, I, such... I will say this though: Moose did a really good job yeah, filling in. Like, really what, I don't yeah. know what the original match was going to be, but I saw a lot of what he brought for being a last minute replacement, and he, he, nah, it he was, was like, good. you yeah. you couldn't tell me with that performance that he wasn't originally slated to be in that. And it, it's crazy to think he didn't have anything on the card to begin with. You well, know what he, I mean? you so, know, he, he he was coming off uh, like a week prior. I forgot the name of the pay per view. They had because you know they, they do a lot of pay per views mm-hmm. sometimes that are just like you know one or yeah I don't want to say one us but like the, they'll be the classic ones like Turning Point and stuff like that. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Um, they had one where it was uh, I believe him and Willie Mack had an I Quit match. Yo, that match was insane. That that was a go to hell yeah. off the top, dude. dude yeah, like, and that wasn't even when it finished, dude. Like, I, that's crazy. Really? Yeah, because watching that and watching Willie's head bounce off the, oh, I was like, oh man, that's a. That's I, a I mean, unless the video was spot. the video I was watching was just looping, and I couldn't tell when it began. It didn't look it got like looped it. and duped, man. Yeah, that was a crazy match, but yeah. Uh, but no, you know, they, like I said, we had hard to kill. We had a uh, you know first little crossover uh, project, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, with AEW and yeah. uh, Impact, I, I believe the first time Kenny Omega has appeared on an Impact program, I, I guess pay per view. I would say at so. Pape, yeah. yeah, at the pape, as they pape. say. Uh, but you know, it, it wasn't a bad match. Um, obviously, uh, Kenny Omega and uh, the Good Brothers did win, which I thought was an interesting move. 
uh, seeing as they got this guy coming in, going over your champion mm-hmm. on your pape. Yeah. Who doesn't work for you. But, um, but yeah. But you're just not, I mean, I've said this for the last couple months, like, you're not, you cannot dare convince me that Rich Swan's a better competitor than Kenny Omega. It's just not that Rich Swan isn't skilled or talented. He's extremely skilled and talented. But I. It's not a dream match scenario for it, me. It, it's not. And I just haven't seen him take matches to the level that Omega has, in my opinion. So it's not a level like, you know, yeah, you're the champion, but it feels like you just happen to be wearing the belt while Kenny is the current champion. But. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. But it was a good match. Yeah, though. six I'm, man I don't, was I don't entertaining. Take, I don't want to take anything away from from Rich Swan. Maybe he had a great performance in that in those matches leading up to that championship. Yeah, he's just uh, not know. there yet. That's why. Yeah, at. in my perception, and maybe it's because I'm not able to watch Impact as uh, consistently to be invested into it to be able to watch it grow and actually, yeah. you know. Uh, be convinced over it, but yeah, from the outside looking in, I, I feel the same exact way. Uh, but you know, speaking of impact, though, um, you know, there was one other thing that I guess that was glaring is the fact that you know you had Kenny Omega coming out with a Bullet Club shirt. Yeah, uh, he had the the old school uh, Halloween one. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I, you know, I, this, he, that's a reserve for me like on a weekly basis because I'm either wearing it under my work stuff or wearing it to sleep. I, you I just know thought what I, mean? I thought the irony of the fact that he wore the one with the pumpkin on it, and that's yeah. what like Jerk always calls him the pump, the pumpkin headed fuck. That one, and I think you know, Tama had gone out of his way to say like, "Hey, man, you got the orange one. You can't even tan. Like it did. We worked against you. You're supposed to look yeah. orange and all that stuff." Yeah, that, like, was, yeah. that was that was a long. I mean, stretch. I will say it was a little curious because I felt like maybe it was just the only one that would match with his gear. He did kind of have like orange accents in it, but I mean, I, I was, was more curious by LG. Big LG had like yeah, what looked he, like he, new gear. He with definitely Bullet Club had the Bullet Club. Uh, yeah, I was it like on his whether it was a singlet or like yeah, a, definitely the singlet, and it looked like on the side of his leg, maybe yeah, like on a he, on, on a knee pad and, you know, or something. And of course, you know that this stirred up a lot of rumors, a lot of uh, and, and you know that's what I told y'all. I was like, I don't know if this is for reals or this is them just doing a real huge just rib or just Work, trolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it said, it's, uh, you know, it said the, that uh, New Japan, because everybody was like, oh, this should be a cease and desist. They're getting away with the two suite and all this stuff. And I don't know if you heard, AEW actually just recently tried to apply for uh, trade. I heard that for, for two for suite. For the two suite. And yeah. I was like thinking. But I heard for T-shirt references. Yeah, I heard like I heard it's not, the, it's not the gesture. I heard it's the actual words, the uh, two suite. So that, I, I can kind of see that. But, that's you know. smarter, yeah. Uh, but it said that New Japan was unaware of the shirt being worn until Monday morning and uh, have viewed it as free exposure. And uh, also, according to uh, Nippon Sports Radio, there is not going to be a working relationship between the two companies, uh, that being New Japan and Impact, unless mm. uh, Bushi Road sells New Japan. Um, wow. Bushi Road was said to have no interest in working any company that would uh, jeopardize the working relationships already in place with Ring of Honor and CM- CMLL. Man, everybody can get a piece, bro. I Come mean, on. I feel that, but it, and but, are those other CM, ones really beneficial? I mean, I, I don't know because I'm thinking, you know, especially if AW does have ties to AAA and not CMML, yeah, so that, that could yeah. be. I can uh, see where yeah, that yeah, gets yeah, in. Yeah, that gets bumps a little messy. heads a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Ring of Honor stuff, I would think that's more just you know more play as they say, you know, the boys have more places to work kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, they're, they're basically saying people can continue to speculate all they want, but the fact is, you know, that's what it is. Yep. Um, it, it turned into an opinion piece as this person started saying that uh, Kenny Omega and the Elite are just trying to be relevant by biting off what brought them glory, or oh, what, what brought them to glory, which is probably even worse of a, of a statement. But 
I digress. Yeah, man. Um, but you know what? Also, uh, talking about impact, the interesting note, though, I'm hoping it's not what I think it is. Um, it said that uh, uh, Tony Khan actually had a, uh, or I guess it was Frank uh, Ken Shamrock. Excuse, excuse me, not Frank. Ken Shamrock uh, mm-hmm. took the Twitter recently and said that he indicated that he had just met with the uh, AEW president and CEO Tony Khan. Really? Uh, even tagged him in the message saying, "At Tony Khan meeting, uh, meeting you again. Hopefully, our paths can cross again." Uh, Khan had not responded to the tweet as of uh, this writing, but I was hoping. I was like, "Please don't tell me we're going to get Hager versus Shamrock." Like, yeah. I mean, no. that's the only thing I could. No. Between, I mean, I think I, 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 I the only thing I could propose is that or him versus Jericho, just because they were both part of the Attitude Era. Like, I don't want to see that, mind you, but. That's the only thing. If I had to gun my head, come up with two angles for Ken Shamrock to be involved in an AEW Impact, like you know, like cohesive storyline. That's the best I could do. You know what I mean in terms of to make it make sense. Like, cause I, I got all hats off to Shamrock for still coming for coming back after so long, and and you know he's in good shape and and he is putting out matches. But I, I don't think anyone was like. Like, hey, we need this to happen. Like, you know hey, what I mean? Hey, like, it'd be dope if we got the rock to hit him in the face with a chair again twenty years later. We <laughs> I mean, need to see like, that. It's or not, like, it's not like when people yo, are like think, yo, he's crossing the line to impact. You think we gonna get some lines then matches, my G? Yeah, like, no. No, it's a, to me I just feel like the demand for he, him to come back to wrestling wasn't like that of Austin or, like, or, or or even Daniel Bryan when he got hurt for you know what I mean? Like it's it's just like Oh, I'm glad you came back, but I don't know if like there was an outpour needing I mean, Shamrock in the I, wrestling I, world. I do like, remember that he, they would always interview him, and he would always have you know stress the fact that he would love to come back to WWE, but no one would like answer yeah. his phone calls. Yeah, he or wants whatever. to end his career the right way, which is not wrong. I mean, yeah. hey, he was able to get the Rock to to you know because he he got inducted to the TNA Hall of Fame mm. or the Impact Hall of Fame, whatever they're gonna call it. And I don't know if he got the Rolex like everyone else did. But. I mean, and it was weird. If, <laughs> but yeah, yeah the, the fact that they he, they were able to get the Rock to appear yeah. on Impact is pretty all, cool. Albeit via you know satellite or via well, video, yeah. but still. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. But um, you know, speaking of Impact, uh, I did have some interesting news here. To, uh, you know, again, these are all in, uh, claims being currently investigated internally, as well as uh, uh, you know outside sources as well looking into this stuff. But mm-hmm. a lot of it, I guess, has been kind of swept swept under the rug, so it's not new. Just not talked about in a while, but I must have missed this, you know, in the midst of everything else that had came out, you know, during that huge toxic time of all this crap coming out. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, the speaking pro out wrestling, stuff. yeah, all that stuff. And apparently, there's been uh, it could be detrimental if there's is indeed a future working relationship going forward with AEW. It could obviously, you know, make the the rep a little bit tarnished here, but we'll yeah. we'll, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Basically, it says. Wrestling News World has learned that a top management official within Impact Wrestling uh, was under internal investigation stemming from a myriad of claims, including sexual harassment within the workplace. Uh, The Impact official who at press time shall remain anonymous was accused of both sexual uh, harassing a former talent within the company. Uh, Claims that the contract extension clauses were used as leverage to ensure the accuser would sign non-disclosure agreements in an attempt to keep everything in-house and quiet uh, that, that has surfaced. Uh, contract claims were admittedly dismissed by Anthem. One of the accusers slash talent involved in the mm-hmm. situation was granted their release by the company as opposed to having their contract extended. Out of respect for this ongoing uh, delicate investigation, all identities have been withheld. Uh, a full internal investigation uh, was to be conducted on this emerging situation over the past few weeks. 
when approached for comment, uh, Access TV informed Wrestling News World that, quote, we do not comment on, on internal matters. End quote. Uh, Anthem Sports representatives did, not, uh, did confirm the, uh, the following, that Anthem confirms that an uh, allegation of inappropriate behavior by a member of the Impact Wrestling executive team was made by a former talent, but not until many months after the talent had been released. Uh, these allegations played no part in the decision by Impact Wrestling to release the talent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know who that talent is. Yeah. Uh, once, um, I'm guessing, is it Big Mike? Uh, it doesn't say, but I heard that there was some stuff going on with that. Yeah. Uh, once the allegations, I mean, that's kind of been chasing him for a couple of years yeah. now. Yeah. I, I mean, if not, I was thinking, because I know there's been some funny, I don't want to say funny business, because out of disrespect, but I know there's been some uh, extracurricular type of situations going on with, the, was it Kylie Ray as well? Yeah, she's actually, she retired from wrestling, I want to say again, because I know she did something similar before popping up in, in um, you know, Impact, but She's yeah, definitely whatever it is is very much internal. Um, because she was literally on a winning streak with Impact getting a push and Yeah, she was supposed she was just, scheduled to be at the big paper you know, and then they then like literally like they I think a couple of days before. Yeah. Well, well it, it was longer than that. She, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, the big one. You're right, you're right. Yeah. It, yeah. it was um, you know, an unfortunate and I, I don't know what it is because I feel like Kylie's like really got that it factor, but um you know, you can't, especially when you don't have Bailey right now doing with her old gimmick, right? Yeah, like, it's I, I really feel like good. it's it's a really good window of opportunity right now. For she was her to she was really over, over when we were over at uh, when Double we watched nothing. it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say honestly, it's arguable to think that her and Britt Baker wouldn't be like probably the best program if she stuck I around mean, with AEW. Especially with but, someone you know. like Britt Baker to work off, if she'd be a really strong baby yeah, face. Yeah, right and now. having Rebel or Reba. As, I mean, everyone, when you, you think know, about a strong American baby face, because I really, I mean, they do have big swole, but you know, they they. Only give her, they they only give her so they, much. They tag her in, tag her out. But yep. uh, uh, it says basically, once the allegation was made, Anthem engaged in an external human resources consultant to conduct an investigation. Who retained independent counsel for advice on the matter. An inquiry was held in uh, consultation with the c- complainant, and the allegations were proven to be completely without merit. The matter is closed, and no dis- disciplinary action was deemed necessary, and none was taken. This is all quoted from the same representative from Anthem. So. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I like I said, I, I hadn't heard about this. Uh, I mean, mostly we we don't really keep our eyes too much on on Impact a lot unless something like starts getting traction, like the you know, like we just yeah. said the Kylie Ray thing or yeah. uh, the Big Mike thing and all that. But Big Mike, um, yeah, I'm hoping. You know, it says that everything was taken care of, so maybe that's why I haven't heard about this in a while. And well, you know, it's even interesting. I know I was recently told that I guess Tom have kind of really let people know that uh, Mike burned his bridges with New Japan because yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, apparently he told him, "Hey, I need to get out of this contract for family reasons, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And then, like yeah. two weeks later, he's in all Japan. But but at the same time, I, I I can't fault him because he was stuck in Canada without any help for like almost a month. Yeah, dude. but that was with Ring of Honor. Was that, that Ring was, of Honor? Yeah, that okay, was, that okay. was, yeah, and that was a similar situation. I mean, I know he was pissed off, but I mean, there were different people in charge at the time, and we're really going into the time capsule because I forgot when that happened. I was like maybe three years ago. Yeah, or something like like, that, I feel like he ago. was like really just trying to get home, and then so he's just yeah, like, he was just he got jaded while he was out there. I, I mean, think, he yeah. could well, you couldn't wrestle. He was stuck at the airport, I think, yeah. for a while. Like it, it was, it was crazy stuff. But uh, that's all I had for the impact stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, we talked about hard to kill. Um, I had a little bit for uh, for uh, WWE. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the gl- most glaring thing um, I'll, I'll I'll bring later at the very end because uh, <laughs> okay. then then we'll get into some to some review. But review. Uh, I did get some news supposedly from Chad Gable here. He said on the bump, which oh, is a yeah, WWE that's right, sponsored that's right. show mm-hmm. uh, on the network, that Jason Jordan is actually planning a comeback right now, which honestly is great news. 
Um, you know, I can't say that I was yeah, the biggest Jason Jordan fan individually. I loved American Alpha. Loved a lot of their matches with FTR. Obviously with Gargano and, and Tommaso. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I always, I did love what they you know what they did when they got br- brought up to the main roster, but I feel like they kind of pushed them. They they plateaued way too early. You know what I mean? A little bit, yeah. Um, because they that's and like, I wasn't. I mean, because they came out the gate winning the tag titles and then they beat everybody. Yeah, and they had nothing else to do. After. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah. Well, what what else do you do after that? You know. But um, obviously the whole Kurt Angle thing kind of cur- curtailed a lot of. <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird, weird, weird stuff, bro. But I, I do yeah. like the fact that we got Chad Gable. We got news of Jason Jordan trying to train to come back. Chad Gable's back on the Alpha stuff. Yeah. Um. So that's good. You know, he's no longer Shorty G. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just great news because last I heard about Jason Jordan is like he was having difficulty even like I don't know if it was holding a fist or making a fist. Yeah, or that's like, what it was. Was making like a his fist. grip. That's what yeah, it was. His grip. His grip right? Yeah, it was something to do with his shoulder and neck region. And so honestly, got him and Tyson Kidd are two guys I've heard that have been like seen rigorously like tr- mounting a comeback to see. What's I really possible. hope Tyson does good. It's, I mean, not to overshadow Man. Jason, but yeah, I feel like I mean it's weird though because. At the same time, it, like you don't want him to because you heard the stat of the percentage of people. Like they said, if he wasn't in the in the profession he was in, where he had like that layer, thick layer of muscle because he works out, mm-hmm. and you know the way he landed, like he would have been paralyzed. Like it, yeah, like you know, yeah, I mean? it's one of those things. Yeah, it's like your body defended itself the best it could in that situation and you and you know i mean so it's like it's it's like you're kind of thankful that that's what happened in a weird twisted way because it could be way worse like a a different lease on life for sure um i was gonna say too uh just before we get too far i forgot on the impact side of things we did get mark uh, matt cardona across the line and debuting at hard to kill he faced ace austin i believe in a disqualification uh uh, he won via disqualification so i'm sure there's more there but um yeah i mean i didn't mind this i think it's you know he he could use the polish before or if he jumps back to the aw pawn i just wasn't a fan of the look it just seemed like yeah it's got the mc it's not zr but it looks exactly the same like it just felt like zach Ryder got dragged and dropped an impact you know and and they and, came up but, with a new but, but name the, it's like him, it's like like china but she can't use her name china yeah yeah it's like it's, it's uh yeah it was i mean but i also be remiss to say that i uh, actually did enjoy the new commentary with matt striker and uh d yeah um d actually you know i was wondering what, what voice he was going to use uh, i thought it was also cool that he was talking about uh, he kept calling luke gallows doc gallows yep. on commentary mm-hmm uh, and I was like thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, y'all got some uh, some some uh, aces and eights little tie in right there. So okay. let me know. I got my cut. I got the cut. The, I got the cut underneath the table. I, I bro. remember they were teasing that a couple months yeah, ago they were. too. They we, were. We, we, they were doing everything we, for we, Bound for Glory. Man. Hey, hey, we bought we bought into it too. We did. We did. Um, it was doable. That's why Bully just got. I think he was a free eight. It was all kinds of stuff. But going you know on, what? Yeah. One thing you know. Now that I think about it, before like. Uh, private party actually just made an appearance on, oh, yeah, on Impact yeah. as well. That's right. Yeah, they beat uh, what was it? Save the team of Chris Saban and James Storm. Man, uh, James, to become I, number one contenders. James to Storm. The Impact. Can you, can you just please sign to anywhere else but Impact, bro? Like, uh, yeah, it makes you've me done wonder, so much for them already. Yeah, it's like, like, why are you back? Like this. This was crazy. When I, I was put together to... that list of talent from Impact that could be taken advantage of if this relationship could go on, right? Business wise. 
I didn't even put James Storm because you know why? He wasn't listed on the roster, which makes me think you're not even signed to the place. No, I, I, I'm, thinking, so it's I'm like, thinking he's not right now. I'm thinking honestly, he's doing just like some favor type shit. Man, like, him. Like probably getting paid per, with, per appearance or something. Probably. But him with FTR or rub the shoulders with Hangman is fucking Him and money. Hangman will be How nice. How is that not? You know, or oh, him damn. and then there's that other guy I think it's like, I can't remember his name. He, he's a... Ah, who is it that that's rolling with it? Uh, Eric Hall. Young. Eric Young's oh, got some Eric Young. big, yeah, yeah, yeah. big hoss with him with a cowboy. It's like get, get them three in the group right there, man. Yep. Like, come on, man, or something. I don't know. It is kind of weird. But, that he rolls with like a a big old country like stud kind of dude when he's yeah. like this like Canadian guy, Canadian psychopath. <laughs> Canadian psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just does not make <laughs> sense. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, but I, I do like the fact that he, I mean he's already dangerous and he got he does have a big you know it, it pays to have a, a great looking heater so yeah. I can't hate on that. But Eric should just join um, Ace Austin and what's his name? They all look weird. But yeah, we had Matt Hardy back in the Impact Zone. <laughs> yeah, that too. So which you know again and, I, and like I said, Private Party did. Uh, they did become the more contenders yeah. to the Impact yeah. Tag Champions, but yeah, you're right. They were flanked by some more intermingling uh, with AEW. Yeah, you know, and, and talent exchange, big money, Matt. He's got he's got the experience with yeah. you know with the not too long impact. Ago. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of called him out too. <laughs> I, I think the, the one thing I was telling you was like they kind of looked like they they belonged on Impact. They did. I don't know. It was like, and I, I don't mean that as like a knock or nothing. No, it's not an like, insult at all. But it's it was just, like you know, I know Mark has been. I don't want to say relentless, but he's he's definitely been you know. His uh, him calling their calling them out on their greenness has been commonplace. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. Mm. Which which we I see in certain things, a hundred percent. But it's like you you'd wonder like, could they benefit from being injected into the tag scene for Impact for a while before coming back? Yeah, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's, and not for an extended period of time, but it's just an interesting thought. Yeah, uh, it kind of reminds me when Street Profits went off to um. Uh, what was it? Uh, where Rough came from and and Gargano came. Oh, evolved. evolved. Yeah, and they won yeah. the tag titles. And you were right, like, yeah. where where are they? You yeah, know, or even right, they were the Dream was over there uh, exchanging yeah. title wins too. You know, so yeah, yeah I mean, it's something. It, it pays I, I, to have something like that. Yeah, I think so. Know? Yeah, so um, you know, we did have Tony Khan also. Um, yeah, you know, first of all, it looked like he had a passport. I was like, "Why are you writing your passport, bro?" But yeah, and then I but think then, you saw yeah. it was a Star Trek. Yeah, a closer Captain's look. I, I zoomed in and said, "Captain's log." I'm like, "Are you trying to pop Cody with the, with the Star Trek reference?" Like, I mean, and I get it because like even the cat. If you guys clicked on the photo I sent you, it literally says like, "Look at the excitement on his face." He's you know he's running his own company. He's part of a big angle right now. Of course, he's excited, but it's like, yeah, man, we excited for you, but like you know you. Act like you've been here before. Yeah, that's really what it is. I know you haven't, and you haven't done this, um, like this role. But you need to really follow Jerry Lynn. Like Jerry Lynn wasn't out there smiling and goofy and waving, and you know what I mean. It's it's like for all the little infomercials that you guys steal airtime from with Tony Schiavone, you would think you would kind of bring that energy. You know what I mean? It was good though, but just tighten up the grin, bro. That's all like, we gotta say. I mean, because when when the fans finally come back, you can't be grinning like that. I mean, I told you on the chat, it looked like he's either about to to write some code or discover like the <laughs> next Facebook or something like you know, yeah, and that's yeah, fine. Man. But that was like, funny. you're not even you don't even got a suit on or something like a button up something, man. Come so, on. Or, I mean, you could at least had like the or one AWT. Of the a- or, I was gonna say one of the AW hoodies. Yeah, seriously, that that because like I don't know, man. I I, I figure whatever commentary can get away get, with, you could wear that. Yeah, like, I mean, especially, yeah, know. yeah, hundred percent. But, but yeah. um, let me see what else I got for WWE here because I know we we started going. Yeah, that we way. bounced back to Impact a bit, but that's fine, man. Um, I did get a little bit of information. This this came from actually Big E. Okay. Um, this is while he was on Busted Open Radio. It's a kind of a, a look into the process as far as the matchmaking. Uh, for oh, okay. uh, the main events for uh, WrestleMania, which I, I thought was interesting, but kind of uh 
jacked up at the same time. Ooh, okay. Uh, but it says uh, they will go through a list of uh, part-timers of the big names and big money guys who work once a year. They will go through that list, and if they can't get all those guys booked for that spot at WrestleMania, then it's like, quote, okay, who actually works here on a weekly basis and has been grinding, and now maybe we can give them an opportunity, end quote. Okay, so it's 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 not an afterthought, but it is in the case of the process. Like it's not okay. Let me rephrase it. It's not an afterthought. It's not the first uh, uh, notion to go. Let's reward the people that have been working. That brought horses. us up to this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go see. That's been consistently can, getting the interest yeah. level towards it's this. Like, big let's event. get the star power locked down first, and then we'll fill in the rest. Which is yeah, I totally get why you say it's interesting, but also kind of um, I don't know, man. It's it, it's kind of a shame <laughs> that, that that I mean it's definitely it's kind sounds of di- it's, a, it's a bit disenfranchising yeah, towards that, your, that's your, the word I was looking for your yeah. workers you know again because like year round they're working towards this just to compete with part timers not and not just one like, I mean I mean when you look list, at it like, like track damn. record kind of shows I mean a lot of these guys that do put on the, the the matches I mean we'll see how it goes this year because it's been interesting as they've been working with a lesser. Uh, a smaller stocked uh, roster since they let yes. a lot of people go. And then mm-hmm. also they've been uh, leaning on, I mean, a lot of people have been propping up these shows like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Roman, Kevin, Owens, and a lot of other, yeah, you know. Yeah, seriously, they've been depending on different, some you know what key I mean? guys. So. Yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering how this is going to, how it's going to go down when it comes to the WrestleMania picture because in the past, you know, when there are fans and it's not this pandemic and they didn't fire a bunch of people, a lot of those same guys that would put up the numbers on a consistent basis would end up, and bit parts in the Andre yep. the Giant Memorial, or it's, it's, or, it's always a shame. It's, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's one of those things, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting, especially I, I, the fact that it was on busted open radio coming from Biggie. Yeah, like, no. okay, that, that's definitely a big deal. I hope it doesn't affect his. his right uh, you know, it doesn't make him an afterthought. But though he is the current IC champ, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping something good comes his way for real. In terms of that, interesting, uh, you know, developments with uh, Paula Cruz. I don't know if you saw. Him and I. Uh, I saw their the 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 title defense last week, and he got all mad, and, and, well, and then was, they restarted well, it. Well, there was more to that because that was the week actually the week before, and then and the, oh, yeah, the that's smack, right. I missed last week. The smack okay. talk after that, you had Heyman basically getting not really getting oh, in his I heard head, but about like, that. Yeah, I heard he sat down with Roman yeah, or something. He on camera sat down, sat down with Roman. You know what I mean? Was like basically it's all about control. You know what I mean? Because once you got it, you know you got to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, watch this. Paul, I want to get this handled. Like, it was just like, just crazy, like, learning experience where he was just like, just like he got invited to kick it with Roman. Like, that's Roman cr- sees something in him. You know that, what I mean? That's but, great. And I but don't, a lot of I'm people not were mad, but it's like, mm, I want to see Jimmy before I see Apollo. See, and, and, that, yeah. and that's true, true, too, because, you know, like, the thing I liked with Jimmy on SmackDown is how he said, yo, or we Jay. don't. I'm sorry, yeah, Jay. Like, we don't just run SmackDown, we run all the whole shows. I'm about to. Matter of fact, I'm about to put myself in the Royal Rumble. I'm about to go for the World Championship and be Drew. I was like, okay, mm. I like that. Okay, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And then, so a lot of people were thinking if that was the case, maybe the thing with Apollo <laughs> he was past Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but a lot of people were like, oh, maybe maybe he's looking at Apollo because you know Apollo got his eyes on that on that IC title, and maybe they're trying to acquire people on the squad that's going to be you know owning a piece of gold you know what i mean where you can true. really run the show and i'm like that's pretty or, interesting. or another thing is he might see big e as a threat um very true you know and he's trying to find some the, the right checkmate to keep him at bay uh especially with his like inspiration and motivation to, oh, to help him do so you yeah. know what i mean to keep him at bay so he he's kept busy he doesn't have the time to challenge it sounds, Roman, no it man. sounds it sounds fucked up but it's like like 
pretty much every influential uh, speaker in history. They yeah. got to cut them down before they start, uh, you know, mm-hmm. poisoning the, the Kool-Aid exactly. in, in the way that they don't want them to. Yeah. Yeah, I can Pre- see that. Preemptive strike. You yeah, know what I mean, one hundred percent. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it was, it was uh, kind of relative to you know. I'm gonna bring this to a to a, a whole full circle here. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of what's going on with WWE right now, um, and also Big E because uh, this actually involves his uh, New Day uh, compadre. Oh, okay. Um, you know, Mister Austin Creed, aka mm-hmm. Xavier Woods. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Undertaker set the world on fire a little bit a couple of days ago. I know uh, you you brought it to to the group chat. Uh, he actually that was uh, Mark. Brought Mark to the group chat. That's true. Yeah, That's McFly. True. Shout out to McFly. Uh, shout out to McFly. He's mm-hmm. doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was on the Joe Rogan show. Was speaking a little bit of truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Undertaker, of, that is. Yes, Undertaker. Uh, one of the things I noticed, I remember he said he, he said that things right now are it's hard for him to watch. He says the product's a little too soft. Like everything's it's too much pretty and not enough substance. Is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what he also said right now is, uh, or not right now, but what I have uh, as far as like uh, uh, quotes, mm-hmm. he was talking about, you know, in that era of guys, too, there were men. You'd go into a dressing room nowadays and it's a lot, a whole lot different. I remember walking into my first real dressing room and all I saw there was some cr- crusty fucking men. <laughs> Half of them had guns and knives in their bags. Shit got handled back then. Now you walk in, there's guys playing video games and fucking making sure they look pretty. It's evolution, I guess. I don't know what it is, but I just like those eras, man. I like when men were men. Mm. And uh, on this, uh, you had uh, Xavier, who actually, uh, in a way, responded respectfully. Yeah. He said, I wouldn't be the person that I am without the guidance and lessons of a few key people from the previous generation of wrestling. They taught me about the business to save my money and that having video games in the locker room is healthier than having redacted. Thank you, guys. Yeah, which is probably drugs. Yeah. Yeah, well, he did, he, he, makes, or juice or whatever. Whatever, yeah. yeah, it could be a multiple. I mean, pretty much everything that Sean talks about yeah. in the what's in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I thought it was. Pretty that's a horrible. That's a very horrible game, by the way. I just feel yeah. like that's no, just that, a dry it's, snitching it's, it's all a, day. It's a shitty ass yeah, game. Yeah, it really is. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much the all I really had for the rest of uh, as far as news. Rest I don't know if you news. had anything. No, um, I mean, I, I I do like what uh, Taker had to say. Um, there is something missing with the. I'm glad he's and he said. He said that people need to hear it. He said people are probably going to get pissed. I, I'm going to say this, but they need to hear it is what he yeah, said. I mean, so I love that. I, I, the way I look at it, too, there's not, no one's going to touch him. Hey, I mean, look, I mean, you got what's his name? The cameraman that was supposed to catch him at WrestleMania didn't. He was he was fired. You had the, the guy who controlled the pyro, and he got set on fire on the way to eliminate Chamber. That dude is fired. You know what I mean? So there's, there's nothing yeah. that I think Taker can say to Sully no, that's, I mean, anything. I'm, but I mean, what, what I, are you going to do? Like, like prolong. I mean, because, you know, that's the one thing we I, I forgot we actually could bring up is the fact that the next three WrestleManias got to announce oh, at the same time. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I don't have dates, but I know yeah, this I, year's Tampa. Yeah, next, next year's, year's Dallas. Dallas. So a lot of people then, think that it, they brought it back to Dallas on purpose, even though they just had it in Dallas mm-hmm. at the AT&T Center yeah. or Stadium because uh, they think that's going to be the – uh, the oh, year Taker goes in goes for, in. for yeah. a Hall of Fame. That makes sense. But then they pushed this back two years. They did. I, that's why I was so mad about that. It's which, like which they, they tried to. By then, The Rock maybe maybe Roman and The Rock since we're in Hollywood. Yeah, but maybe. why do why but do we need damn. to why 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 a I don't want to wait two years from now for nah. that to happen. Like he's not going to be the tr- you know the tribal he chief could, two years though. from now. I guess, but I feel like he's he, going to go through so many different versions of it. Instead, of, I want this version right now against The Rock. I agree. A. B. 
Um, yeah, my biggest thing was I'm glad that there's still going to be a mania coming to L.A., but I think it's been since the was it 24, 25? It's been, and it, we're yeah. getting into 36, right? So no, no, it's, oh, no, we're going into 37. Or 37, yeah, right? we just so, had 36. So it's like, come on, man. Like, we're already past the decade mark. Like, when are we going to, you know, and I know Cali's a big, you know, it, it, it's a big money well, commerce I mean, we, we, city we, we, we tend and to, state, yeah. but... But we, we, I just feel like we did get thirty. Was it thirty one or no? We well, yeah, but yeah. that was in Santa Clara. That wasn't yeah, L.A. No, no. But you, you know said I mean? ca- as far as California, we still yeah. got one. But yeah, it didn't count for yeah, us. And yeah. the only to me, I feel like that was just a cash grab on the on the new uh, oh, the 49 or yeah, the 49ers. Did they had the deal. brand new stadium and they had a bunch of yeah, seats? They just wanted, they wanted the big, to break the record. They wanted yeah. the big fe- exactly the big feel of, of it all and the records. But the big yeah, feel, to, the big feel. But to me, I'm just mad because I feel like you got. They're just trying to focus too much on. Hey, we still giving it to you. Yeah, you gotta wait two years, but it's still coming. But it's like, yeah, that, that doesn't do anything for me. Like, I still feel like you bait and switched us. So we're gonna get it. Like, it's, it's I'll like, see you in two years. Yeah, because we already knew we weren't gonna get it this year <laughs> yeah. as prior or, or as it was advertised prior. But now it's like it was just oh, a, or next year either. Sorry. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a shitty way for. I mean, we knew that there was gonna be have to be an announcement coming soon about yeah. it, but I thought it was a shitty way for it to you know like well. It's not going to be this year, and it's not going to be next year, but it's going to be the year after that. It's like God yeah, Sasha was whacking that. Um, Roman was great. Uh, I love Triple, Triple H. H and does stuff. They, were, I mean, they I do mean, what they do, but that whole like you're a blah blah blah, and then he's just like, uh, you can't see me with entertainment. Like John Cena was great, but now I'm also like, so are you back now? Like, don't act like does we he didn't need see. to be? Well, I, this what this is why I'm not a fan of the way he did it. Where you been, bro? Last time we saw you, you was trapped inside the Firefly Funhouse. Maybe, and maybe. now you out here in a fictional studio doing WrestleMania announcements. He did a Fast and Furious movie, right? And did that, you know, but he, it's like he, he was continuity, doing continuity, people, continuity. He was doing some commercials. Like, I wasn't mad that it was him that said it's going to be in Hollywood, but it could have easily been The Rock. That could have easily been somebody else. It could have been the Miz. Why, why, why wouldn't it, it be the Miz? Been, yeah, it should have been the Miz. It really, it, the, it really should have been the Miz. I mean, right. as, as, as far as people they got on deck, yeah. but I guess like they're like, well, I don't think people think of WrestleMania when they think of the Miz. Because it's like you're sitting there going, <laughs> I'm going to rip off my shirt. I don't my, know. My, I'm going to rip off my tux. You want some? Come get some. No. You t- you kind of turn heel and then vanish, bro. What are you talking about? You're not a real I mean, person. You're a hologram now. Like to be honest, like I'm okay with it. Like I, I, I'm honestly okay with it. But it's Continuity. just like the only reason why I'm like, well, the, I'm thinking that the only reason why they got him is he's gonna be at one of them. Yeah, you probably. I mean? Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. You know, that's the only whether it's Tampa or or L. A. Which that makes the most sense um, because that's pretty much where he hangs his hat at. Both, you know, very least. true. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that, anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I, I did have to bring that up because I was like. Thinking, I'm like, yeah, well, I forgot about, about Mania and the, the three of them that just got dropped. Yeah, yeah we. This, I mean, uh, I, I threw the video up on Instagram just in case. Yeah, you did. And a lot of people did miss it. They didn't, I mean, because I don't know if there's a lot of crossover from football to, to wrestling. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, very interesting, though. We'll say that. It's, I mean, I never, I mean, the last time they did this was when they did, what, like, WrestleMania and, like, two locations at the same time which didn't do well like but I, yeah like, this but is a little different it's just yeah you're announcing it ahead of time yeah like three i mean obviously there's unprecedented times as well but yeah this is yeah a little different as far as the marketing strategy for that yeah like i don't know but um Whew. especially if you're thinking i mean when you think about it texas is going to be able to have people i believe so yeah exactly yeah exactly so exactly. I mean, they probably push us back because they're like we want we want to be able to have 
an audience and they think that probably in two years we'll probably yeah, be texas able to be back probably, to yeah and maybe texas, texas before is, california well texas right now they're way lax like yeah. like they're they're yeah. super duper like on the on the lockdown stuff it's not the same at all mm. um and obviously florida i'm sure they can grease that wheel <laughs> they've done yeah. it before yeah but, but i digress man that's uh that's pretty much all the news we got yeah um I think it's time we take a quick little break, yes, uh, pay some bills, uh, shout out our sponsors, and tell you guys about our new single. Uh, and then we're going to come back with uh, some much-needed review of the Wednesday Night Wars. We're going to get into NXT and as well, uh, we're going to light the fuse. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Hey, yo, what's going on, man? It's Quincy Jones. Go with the Quincy Jones Show. And, man, once again, we're here to tell you guys about the fabulous people and products from Storyline Tees. They've already hit a 1,000 of them out of the park, but we got some brand new drops. And I love this, man, because, again, I know us on the show, we do a lot of wrestle rap, a lot of rap and wrestling. You know what I mean? We like to, you know, cross over our references, so to speak. So I definitely love this new collection as we have a few people being highlighted here. Eddie Guerrero. We also had Gorillas of Destiny, Orange Cassidy, the Death Triangle, and of course, Proud and Powerful. But what's great is each of these shirts are significant and unique in their own way as they are pretty much paying tribute to a classic rap album. Eddie Guerrero sitting on the lowrider tires from the game's documentary. We have Orange Cassidy chilling on the sidelines doing his own college dropout thing. And of course, we got Gorillas of Destiny Keeping it so fresh and so clean, doing a tribute for Outcast Man, and it gets it gets greater. It, 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 that's all they do, man. They, they all they do is great. Go ahead and follow them. Storyline underscore T's underscore LLC. I'm telling you, man, the, the collaboration between them and Dream Match Wrestling has been unstoppable. I love these guys. I love their product. I mean, I definitely wouldn't put it out there if it wasn't something I wore myself. You already saw the dope ass Brian Pillman shirt, among others. All I'm telling you to do is make sure you know what to put when you're writing that letter to Santa Claus and you're making that wish list. Check it twice and get these five dope-ass designs. Storyline tees. It's a new era in the merch game. Hey, yo, what's good, man? It's Quincy Jones. Girl, and I'm here with my tag team partner, Doc Les. Hey, yo, what's good, bro? Hey, yo, yo, yo. Hip-hop hybrid in the building. What it do? I just got one announcement to bring to him, but I know... I can't do it alone. Nah, I mean, I you know, we tell them to check out these shirts. You know what I mean? We tell them to check out these podcasts. And, you know, but, but we don't tell a lot about this hip-hop hybridness. Ooh. And, you know, we, we got a new track. I think they should check it out. What you think, man? I, I think you, you know, you're right on track right there, Quincy Jones. Go, you know, that's why I like it. That's why you're my tag team partner. And not just any tag team partner, the greatest tag team partner in the world, I might add. And that's what we're here to talk about, man. World's greatest tag team yes yes tower gang mega towers we are here you're looking at them that definitely it is quincy jones go doc lesnar we've been doing it for more than 20 years 20 plus you guys know a better duo name them and we'll put them in the dirt all i'm saying is this track right here right here this track right here right here <laughs> if y'all ain't got the punch lines then your arms are just too short the box with some wrestling gods. I like that, Quinty. I like where you're at. Now go ahead and check it out on any of your favorite major platform right now. Right, iTunes, right. Pandora, anywhere in between, man. Apple Music, Tidal, anywhere that you can listen to music in the world, you're going to hear the world's greatest tag team. 
Doc Lesnar featuring Quincy Jones. Go and look out for that This Is Awesome EP, soon to be dropped very soon. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. Yep. Oh, yeah, I got one. I got one. I'm on the board. He's on the board. On the board, guys. Hold up. I'm adding it. See the Yerp board? Ding dong. The, the hello. Yerp, the Yerp counter is, and boom. Boom. On the board. Like Yerp. But you know what? <laughs> I think it's time for a review, my friend. Let's yes, not, uh, let's sir. Not, uh, I ain't going to hold you. No homo. You know? Yeah, you know how we doing it, man. Doc Lesnar, I'm about to bring you guys the uh, one side of the battle lines. NXT this week, of course. Uh, we start the review uh, it, section of the this gold, podcast. The gold standard, aka, or so to speak. Of, the gold and black brand. I, you know what? One thing I'll say is NXT, was, well, they were leaps and bounds uh, as far as programming in yeah. between them and the main roster. But main roster. I, I tell you, though, what it kinda was. Kind of closed that gap a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I would tell you what it is. A. Uh, running unopposed. Yep. And B, the time restraints. You know what I mean? Forcing to put only the best on in an hour. And you know what I mean? You it's would just want like to how see ECW, what, who, man, what who are we going to gonna see in this hour? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, the one thing I like, the only thing that's different is like the, the day after the big pay per views are like, well, we don't have the other. This, the, 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 like, you get the second hour, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. not just like yeah, the, it everyone feel didn't like make, yeah, yeah. Takeovers don't feel like extra now, but I digress. We do kick off NXT this week. We have a, of course, a uh, first round Dusty Cup Classic match. Leon Ruff teaming up with Kushida, facing off against the way the combination of Johnny Gargano, because you know Johnny wins, and of course Austin Theory, his uh, dumbass um, just partner. In crime, taking him under his stupid wing, trying to figure out life. But uh, no, uh, one thing to note as this match starts is that Beth uh, was uh, she Beth Phoenix has physically returned to commentary for the first time since the quarantine started. Uh, right before the match begins, they did note that. But uh, yeah, we get an interesting stalemate to start the match off. It sees Ruff almost counter a tower rack pow- uh, power bomb uh, with a crucifix driver. Uh, Kushida works over Theory's arm as he tags in, and then uh, but Theory would hit a rolling thunder shotgun drop kick to kind of turn the tide. Uh, the way hit a double shoulder block and Kushida then hit. A no look high five like this. Oh, I don't know. They heard it. <laughs> there we go. Yep. And uh, theory. Uh, this was really impressive, man. Ruff uh, basically goes for a springboard cutter. Theory catches a midair torture rack style, throws him into the torture rack bomb for two. It looked nasty, bro. Uh, then the way they take turns working over Ruff during the break, uh, they had some real innovative uh, offense, I got to say. The way they hit a pendulum backbreaker crossroads combo on Ruff, which can only be seen, not described, so I will not try. Uh, and at one point, Ruff just counted a buckle bomb with a desperation corkscrew springboard cutter that he likes to do. Hot tags, Kushida. Kushida hits Theory with a handspring back elbow. Gargano gets the handstand uh, heel kick off the apron, and then he follows with a jumping tornado DDT off the apron to Gargano on the floor. Oh. Uh, We do see a cross arm breaker by Kushida, but Theory breaks the hold. Then the way hit a, uh, they do, you know, uh, uh, Theory does that kneeling uh, fisherman's brain buster. Yes. And then after he hit that, Johnny hit the basement super kick. It's like a little combination they did, but he did the basement super kick DIY style. They get only two. Ruff manages to hit a top rope senton planche to Theory on the floor as Kushida hits a fastball pitch and follows with a bridging hammerlock suplex for the upset victory over the way as Leon Ruff and Kushida move on to the second round wow. of the Dusty Classic. So a tag Trust team me. that's not even a tag team? Trust me. I was I was very perplexed by this. Now, Damn, the wait, finish so you, you was said, really you said clean. It was a br- 
bridging hammerlock backdrop. Yeah, so or, or you know what? I might I actually might want to call it maybe a chicken wing because okay, okay. think think I got you in a suplex, right? Yeah, but yeah, then I got I your other to... arm behind you like a ah, hammerlock. Okay, and that's why I was confused on which arm. Yeah, and okay. it's like all your weight comes down on your arm, and so you like, can't even kick yeah, out. Yeah, I was gonna say you like I mean? like if your arms are tied up, you can't even. Yeah, because Gargano like just waited there, like he didn't know how to get out of it. You He's know like, what I mean? So my arms don't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And of that. course, dumbass Austin Theory getting him out of his dumbass. This takes us to a vignette from Pete Dunn. Very well done, man. He says uh, he and Finn are cut from the same cloth, whether Finn wants to admit it or not. Says the difference between them two is while Finn left, he built an entire brand in NXT UK. Um, and instead of gratitude, people like to compare him to Balor. Uh, he says Finn told him he has to wait in line to face him, but he feels that's only because he knows he's the real threat to his NXT title. Uh, he says although Finn claims to not watch the business, he knows for a fact he's been watching him. And deep down, they both know it's inevitable that they'll clash. Uh, he demands that Finn passes the torch and then adds history will speak well of him but it'll speak better of him uh, and he ends by saying the day they finally meet people will see that Finn is just somebody taking part in Pete Dunne's legacy oh I don't like yeah. that I mm. mean very well very well done I don't know who's he, been he riding said, but he, so basically he said uh, I'm cut from a different texture yes sir my fur is ooh, the ooh, best ooh, fur ooh, the ooh, chinchilla <laughs> you're see, second two oh. on the, uh, I'm on <laughs> It must oh, suck man. to be sucked. Oh, yeah, it must suck to suck. But uh, this brings us to a backstage segment. We see Malcolm Bivens is outside of Regal's office yeah, waiting to yeah. uh, present this proposition that involves Tyler Rust. Uh, he reminds McKenzie, who's on the scene, that his client is a diamond in the rust and a future champion. When we see Tyler actually walk out of Regal's office, he explains to Bivens, hey, I arrived a little bit early. I decided to just take the lead. And uh, Regal basically granted him a match against Bronson Reed for that night, later that Which, night. Which, I mean, look, hey, I got to give him some props because he's getting more results trying to get a, a opponent than Jade Cardgill. So yeah, and we'll get to that. Uh, Bivens <laughs> does note that, hey, Reed is not the, dis- the direction I would have gone. But nonetheless, you know, you got a match to win. And, and it says you're going to go straight to the top, you know, and then Cameron Grimes in the back going, what? He took my he took my gimmick, baby. No, no. He said to the top. I said to the moon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where is he? Anyway, uh, this brings us to a uh, squash match. Karrion Cross facing uh, Shanti the Adonis. Uh, this match starts. Cross catches Adonis with a bridging overhead belly to belly suplex, follows with twin doomsday side to suplexes, and then really? he uh, yeah man, and then he goes to the corner, yells TikTok, and then he nails Adonis with like a running forearm to the back of the neck, kind of like what he did to beat Damian Priest. Oh. I don't believe this is a finish it's just something he's doing to get over because post-match referees pour in a check on adonis even uh adonis's uh you know new tag partner i was about to ask desmond troy and he gets caught in the cross jacket sick (laughs) while everybody you know and uh that's pretty much what happens after the match looking dominant i I was about to say like why were they uh, i was gonna say say hey why would they have him in a regular job match if he's supposed to be scheduled to be one you know part of the team for the dusty classic well i and then like why not have if he is going to be in the match why not have his partner out there with him well i got more on that a little later okay um, okay and i'll definitely get to that we did yeah. get a vignette for msk now from what i was able to um you know dig it seems like msk although the former rascals uh now wesley and nash carter uh it seems like msk might either stand for the misunderstood stoner kids or the popular one online is the midwest smokers club 
either way, I think it's pretty fair to say we're going to just hear MSK for a majority yeah. of when, when they're called. But uh, basically, it starts with Carter. He does like a Borat impression saying MSK is the number one tag team. Uh, then they get serious. Carter says fate brought them together while Lee says they're 100% family and together they are MSK. Uh, you got Ember Moon kind of giving a cameo on the vignette says, you know, she's heard uh, she's basically putting over MSK as one of the most innovative tag teams to ever step foot. Uh, and it just ends with them talking about how long they fought to get to the WWE and they vowed to win a Dusty Cup. You know, not, not, not a bad that's piece. Pr- of that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I more than I, I think they've done with other teams that have shown up, you know, in the cup. But uh, this takes us to another backstage promo, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Uh, Mercedes says, you know, because last week Casey and Caden kind of had some words for them because they're facing each other later tonight, first round, Women's Dusty Cup Classic. Uh, Mercedes says being best friends means nothing in the Classic, and uh, what she did to EO last week is nothing compared to what they'll do to Casey and Caden tonight. Storm says they don't need friendship because they're two tough women with a common interest before basically telling Casey and Caden to enjoy their first round exit. Uh, this takes us to another Dusty Cup Classic round or first round match, but it's on the men's side. It is Lucha House Party going against Imperium because that, that's they what actually was, had a pretty good match. They did, and I got to say this for those that might not know because I didn't know some of these matches are being um, uh, presented on Two Hundred Five Live. So uh, there was like I didn't like they they showed like the Bollywood boys losing to yeah I, I, I saw think, that they were on there right you know and it was kind of like I don't recall that I think they left uh, lost to uh, um, what was it uh, Legato the Fantasma that makes sense you know what I mean so but this is we got Lucha House Party going against Imperium um, and I really liked all the stuff that came with this so I don't know if you saw this whole thing but I'm a, I, I saw I saw uh, I didn't see the beginning but I think I saw how it ended and I I came in probably like maybe the last oh, okay. Five, gotcha. probably like the last seven. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how long the match was. Gotcha. Well, uh, the match, I saw a good match starts. Uh, Marcel does take charge early. Uh, commentary note: Lince was banged up, I guess, from some sort of interaction with Hurt Business on Raw. Uh, we see a diving her Karana to Marcel from Lince, and then you see Met- uh, Metalik. He basically gets to Lince's shoulders like on some cheerleading crew stuff. Like he stands on his shoulders and then he jumps off to do a, a splash. It was crazy. Yeah, no, they, they, they've been they've been doing a lot of that kind of yeah. offense. Yeah, it, really, really good stuff. Uh, you see Fabian blind tag in, and then he has this crazy counter where Lince goes for a suicide dive. He catches him. I saw hits this. him with a spine buster yeah, on the apron, man. and then scoop slams the shit out of him. Yeah, onto dude. the floor. He for literally sure. just like threw him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Imperium does hit the double drive by drive. Drop kicks before the break. Uh, we do see a desperation double bounce tornado DDT from Lince to Marcel as both teams hot tag. Uh, Metzali clears house with a rope walker. Karana always looks dope. He also has a triangle Asai moonsault for two. Imperium hit this uh, wheelbarrow diving DDT combo for two. But wheelbarrow loop- diving DDT. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Fabian is the one that jumps from the mid rope, which is a little interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I the, forgot. I've seen him do that before. I've seen but him, uh, yeah. not to be outdone, uh, Lucha House Party, they respond with this diving shotgun dropkick code red combo Ooh. the only way like basically one went for the code red yeah and the he other got one, caught and then yeah metalik will hit the shotgun dropkick to, to hit the momentum to spin it, him around. Okay. yeah very very cool uh lince does counter the euro bomb with an x factor i haven't seen that counter Ooh, in a while wow. probably since kidman yeah uh, i was about to say right? <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. then uh metalik he hits this spring like a like the springboard avalanche frankensteiner then sends marcel it, it kind of sends marcel into a senton into Fabian, you know what I'm saying? Like where he comes down oh, with it, okay, okay. and then uh, he nails Fabian with a, this beautiful assisted aside moonsault to the to the uh, floor. Lince hits the shooting star press for the win. 
and they, they advance they, on see, into the cup. Been, yeah, I, I was saying this on the Flow Show. Uh, not last week. We took a, another break last week, but before then, I was like, man, they've been putting a lot in the the Lucha House Party. Like they yeah. had them, they had them beat the the Raw Tag Team Champions clean. The, the the week before New Year's Evil when they mm-hmm. were uh you know Grand Matalik had the championship match for yep. the cruiserweight title yep great match even though he lost but yeah it was just I've been seeing a lot more of them lately like, like like they've been getting more featured but then I mean even they used to be on SmackDown but they weren't yeah they, you know whatever on SmackDown but yeah. I've been noticing they they're getting used a lot more yeah uh, more effectively even the fact that they're even being you know they they reached out to put them in the uh, the Dusty Classic to help fill out the Dusty Classic, and then they got to win? Like, that's yeah. okay. And to make it more interesting, commentary does note that uh, Lucha House Party are set to face Legado Del Fantasma in the second round of the tourney, so that should be cool. After the match, we see Imperium. They kind of look defeated and lick their wounds when we see Alexander Wolf appear on the ramp, glaring oh, at them shit. with a little bit of contempt. Uh, Marcel and Fabian look a little dumbfounded and look at each other before Wolf, you know, cues for the Imperium pose, you know, the arms behind the back. They join him, um, and uh, commentary note, Wolf is normally on NXT UK, so I'm warning this was like foreshadowing to say like Imperium's going to be returning, and that's why I maybe mean they the lost last time or... we saw him is when they had the uh, was it the undisputed match versus yeah. Imperium, but he got hurt and real this... early in the match, yep. so I haven't seen him since. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool reveal. Like I did not yeah, expect. That's really, that's, that's I almost good. thought it was Walter, but I was like, oh okay, it's probably better that it's Alexander and not Walter like in person. Like you know, you, you maybe someone close to him that's, it, it, that's gonna exactly. be you know straighten them up. Like yo, y'all, y'all been on this losing streak mm-hmm. since y'all lost the titles. What's going on? Mm-hmm. We don't do that. The ring is sacred. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You guys are losing your way. Basically. You don't want me to come in. Th- <laughs> it's yeah. just like don't, don't make me punch you through this phone. I will chop you through this phone, yeah. so, man. <laughs> but uh, next we get a uh, weigh in for the fight pit match, which is set to main event. That's the so night. weird that they're gonna have a weigh in the same. I'm, well, I guess yeah. that's different. It's not weird. I think they just... did it before. It's just I think it was just to add a little drama. I mean, yeah, Ciampa, yeah, yeah, I get it. He weighs in first at two hundred and one pounds. Thatcher weighs in at 225 pounds. Regal wishes both men luck. Champa even goes to give a handshake to Thatcher, but he shoves him instead. And, you know, it's a small skirmish that gets separated by referees and trainers and stuff. Um, then we get an announcement of what the women's Dusty Cup brackets are going to look like. We got a little bit of it last week with some of the teams and Candice and, um, was it in uh, uh, Indy? Uh, obviously, Ember Moon and Shotzi, Caden and Casey, Mercedes, Mercedes and Tony. Yeah, yeah. So this week we have um, a few new names uh, that we should definitely uh, take a look at. But I'll go with yeah, the ones I we did, do know. I did. There was one I'd recognize, and they changed her name, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, see, we got Jesse Kamea teaming with Aaliyah, which I'm wondering if that's going to be like I've been saying they, they managed to... by Robert Stone or something. I don't know. I've been saying that she needed to join her, too. Yeah, man. Okay, um, that's good. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, which I thought was just a shoe-in. I don't know. Yeah, why? why is that? That's just brand new news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this one was probably really interesting. Was because I, I I recognize one name but not the other one, and it's Marina Schaffer mm-hmm. is teaming with uh someone named Zoe Stark. And let me, I remember I, that name, but I don't remember why. Yeah, let me just get to my notes because I I remember that I I was able to figure out who this person was. Let me see. Is she like someone prior, and they changed her name, or is she that's that's what she goes by. Um, no, that definitely changed your name. Definitely changed your name. Okay. But yeah, let me see if I could get that. Okay. We, it's, uh, that is Lacey Ryan on the Indies. I'm not too sure who that is. I'm not, I'm familiar with the name, but not familiar with their work. But those two are a team. And then we have the team of Cora Jade, who is formerly known as Elena Black. 
and uh, Gigi Dolan, who is formerly known as Priscilla Kelly, who I am very is, familiar her with. Her name is Gigi Dolan? Dolan, D-O-L-I-N. And she has put out there, she picked her name herself. Gigi Dolan. Yeah. That's interesting. So, and for those that not, might not know, Priscilla Kelly has definitely made... You know, uh, the, I the, the Twitter sphere yeah, of the yeah. rounds, like with different things. It, it you depends guys on the what she female w- wrestler that stuff they quote unquote used. Um, uh, Tam- woman's it was, it product, was a, it was a tampon. Yeah, yeah, tamp into someone's mouth in the middle of a match. Also, the former wife of Darby Allen, you know. So, but uh, I thought that was a pretty good because we were wondering where they were going to pull from. I would have liked it to be from the main roster, but nonetheless. So we do got new names in this bracket, uh, and this is all just to to cue up the the first round match because it is the first match of the cup, which is Casey and Caden versus Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. They got the pomp and circumstance. Regal's out there, introduces Beth. She kicks off the ceremonies by touching on the women's revolution that's cool she points to pictures like of that. bianca charlotte becky oscar sasha alexa bailey carmella and Shayna on this led board which i thought was really cool and even though tell it was the fans who wanted a woman's dusty classic before announcing the, the teams you know before they kick it off um we get some uh, back and forth in this match uh storm quickly gets the better of carter before quick tagging mercedes mercedes uses her size really quick blocks satellite ddt from um casey because i don't know what she's thinking she's smaller than everyone in the match <laughs> <laughs> uh, turns into a stalling suplex and transitions that into a power slam before the break, um, really showing her strength. Mercedes and Storm, um, they do a choke suplex running hip smash combo on uh, Casey for two. Uh, Casey will snap off this desperation avalanche Frankensteiner uh, to Mercedes. Then we get see a hot tag with both teams. Caden clears house and really kind of makes a name for herself. I mean, I've seen her do stuff, but it's been against bigger opponents, so you don't know where it's going to lead to, but she hits this interesting two-for-one, only way I can say it, Nick Jackson-style running corner drop kick and running splash that sees Mercedes is in the corner, Tony is on the floor. She jumps over Tony to drop kick Mercedes and lands on her stomach in a splash fashion, basically. You know I, I've, what I mean? I've seen Jack Evans do that. Yeah, before. there you go. There you go. So Where he, he, he what's his name? Uh, Angelico had somebody in, in a gory special. And he turned them around, so he ran and kicked that person yeah, in the stomach. Yeah, that's and, right. And then moonsaulted the other guy that was on the floor. Yeah, crazy, man. Like a drop salt kind of kind of jack. <laughs> yeah, okay, definitely. definitely. Uh, Storm kicks out of this O'Connor roll from Caden, but Caden uses the momentum of the kickout to hit a springboard shotgun dropkick from the bottom rope for two. Very nice looking, very innovative. Uh, Casey hits Mercedes with a springboard corkscrew plancha to the floor, which I was not happy with whatsoever because – Mercedes like should have Samoa Joe that situation. I digress. Uh, Tony Storm locks in a single leg crab on Caden when Io Shirai appears at ringside to attack Mercedes. Gotta get that uh, receipt, yo. Exactly. At this point, Caden locks in what I can only identify as the Navarro death rolls, very much the same as what Angelico does. Uh, you know when he's in the ring, and then uh, Casey will follow with this insane. I put inverted corkscrew senton for the win. I really think it was like a spiral tap. It just I didn't know what I was looking at when it happened. It looked like the inverted Phoenix splash yeah, in when 2K19, I watched it, 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 and yeah. but she landed on her back. And yeah, it, 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 it like, was it looked dangerous, but but insanely fun. The way that she was trying to, yeah, it was like, wait, wait, wait which way am I gonna land? Like it, it looked like she was really unsure. Yeah, of how she was gonna land that. I'll put and it this way: I'll be really, surprised if she keeps hitting that in the tournament. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be 
yeah. don't think they're going to let her do it more than once. Yeah. But she does hit that insane move for the win. Uh, post-match, to go back to what we are talking about with Adonis, we got McKenzie in the back breaking news that Adonis has been injured by Cross, will not be Sheesh. able to compete in the Dusty Classic, and that's when Casey and Caden actually ambushed the segment in celebration. They're, you know, We told everybody they didn't want to believe in us. We just beat two of the toughest women in the division, and we're going to win the whole damn thing. And then they just kind of run off really excited. So That was kind of rude. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, and, F this guy's and injury. And fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not going to miss the Dusty Classic. It's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we just we just punched our ticket. Sorry, bub. Sorry, sorry, you guys. <laughs> it's like, and he just got hit by a car. Well, we didn't. And like, man, no, seriously uh, though, this this is when the show gets a little cooler because we get Finn Balor. Uh, okay, show. yeah, I was gonna because I feel I felt like something had to happen earlier because. I saw that he had gotten interviewed and he needed a partner or something, but I was yeah, like, well, and and well, it's threaded really weird. So I'll definitely try to get there. But we see Finn Balor backstage segment. He rushes into Regal's office and demands Pete Dunn because you know he heard what he had to say. Yeah, even says I know the game he's playing. He's playing my old playbook. So he tells him, well, let me start off with Oni and Birch. That way I can chop off the arms before I go to chop off the head. Regal says, you know, I understand, but I got to protect you from yourself. Therefore, you know, you can go against Oni and Birch next week, but you must find a partner to face them. Uh, and Finn's like, dude, you, the old me had friends, but now all I got is enemies, you know, because he's a champ. To which Regal just says, you know what they say, keep your enemies closer, which is obviously implying Kyle should step in, you know. Hey, and, and he just kind of gives yeah. Finn a look before Finn walks off. Yeah. Um, this takes us to Bronson Reed versus Tyler War Rust. Games. So oh, this sorry. was interesting because I talked about last <laughs> <laughs> I talked about last week how uh, Bronson kind of stepped in to separate yes, Jake yes. Atlas from Swerve and had this brief interaction with Swerve. So Bronson is showing headed to the ring when he's confronted by Swerve, who basically warns him, don't ever get in my business again, before sarcastically like wishing him good luck. Uh, we get to the match. Reed dominates Russ pretty quickly with a test yeah. of strength, sends him to the floor with a shoulder block. Bivens tries to give him a pep talk. Uh, Reed continues. He hits a... Uh, gorilla press gut buster and a very cool looking inverted followaway slam i should say um where it, i don't know if you know what i mean like like literally had mm -hmm. him inverted but i was like oh i don't think i've ever seen someone actually do that uh bivens pep talks again before russ finds an opening starts working over reed's arm with some uppercuts uh and at this point you see storm and shirai are actually show brawling backstage i'm guessing storm's pissed that eo got involved and coster you know to advance in the tournament well, yeah make, they, you know, they were supposed to get some sort of uh draw or you know some, some yeah, sort program, of program or working for yeah. a while so yeah she had there to, like, you go kind of wait she had to pull her number there you go so yeah much. they're shown brawling you know you know the whole deal they're, they're they're pulling them apart signifying a match soon probably you know next week or something uh which, which point reed makes uh i'm sorry russ makes a comeback no reed makes the comeback hits that running body splash or body press and he's been incorporating this 180 choke slam i've seen where he just kind of turns with them, you know. Uh, basically, Russ manages to pump kick Reed while he's on the top rope, hits him in the face, and then he actually, uh, Samoan drops him. Like, I don't want to say it's Avalanche style. It's just because he's so big. Yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. that way. But he, you know, is able to get him on his shoulders from the top rope. But uh, Reed quickly bounces back, hits a running senton, hits a tsunami splash for the win. So, yeah, no, that, that splash was pretty good. It, it and was. And then there was something that Bivens had said after – yeah, I'm trying I, to remember. He I, said I, like, I, like I didn't catch it. You don't it have to pick. Like, he's like, you don't have to pick your enemies, or yet you, you know, you don't have to choose your. I forgot something. He's like, I'll choose it for you, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but uh, which you know goes back to that's not the direction I would have gone. But all right, you know, I think kind of it was one of those things where he's like, all right, well, you didn't trust me, 
So I'm going to let you learn this lesson on your own. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I feel like that's he was what like, you get for showing up early, kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> being Don't punctual. you dare take the initiative on me. Yeah, you punctual punk kid. Punk bitch. <laughs> so this takes us back to uh, Finn Balor, you know. So Finn is uh, interviewed by McKenzie, asked who was tag partner B. He says, you know what, there's a couple people around NXT who owe him a favor, and it's time they had a chat. Then he starts walking away. Uh, briefly, you see Thatcher is getting ready, la- you know, getting yeah, last-minute rules from uh, the ref. and yeah. Was it Drake? I, yeah, it looked like it was Drake. And then it goes back to Finn, who just walks right into Undisputed uh, Era's yeah, locker did. room. And Cole just says, look what the cat dragged in, boys. <laughs> the, kid, uh, the cat needs payback. <laughs> the box needs changing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but Finn, he shoots back. The cat's oh, looking for his payback. Uh, yeah. Finn then stares directly at Kyle, says, we're all grown men. You know why I'm here, Kyle. So are you in? Are you still you know, sucking your meals through a straw? Through a straw. Strong gets pissed off at this comment, jumps. <laughs> Watch in. your mouth, it, Prince. Yeah, which I thought was 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 cool, but funny at the same time. It's yeah. like, okay, well, now they're really getting over this Prince thing, which I'm not mad at. Uh, but you know, Cole kind of cools him down, you know, and says, "Hey, Kyle, you know, Kyle's going. He's going to answer. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, man, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Let him and do it. Yeah, let him handle he it. Stand on his own. Yeah. And Kyle does say he's in. I did. I did enjoy uh, that. He does share a long stare with Finn and says, "I'll see you next week, champ." And they just kind of never stop staring at each other. No, not at all. From that, like it's like a yeah. even longer stare. Yeah. Uh, we get an interesting in ring segment. Um, this was honestly done just to set up, uh, you know, the match next week. Santos Escobar, uh, he's out there describing basically. He calls himself a true champion of champions and describes what makes him that way Yo, while kind of taking this, shots. It was it wasn't a bad promo though. No, it like, was that was a thing. And yeah, he took. I saw he was taking shots at Carrion. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, a few people. He says, "I don't need to uh, break a curse like Johnny." Oh, okay. doesn't, I doesn't that have one. a glass jaw like Balor. Doesn't need a badass car, pretty mamacita, or. Uh, all the pomp and circumstances like carrying cross. Cause I feel like oh, all he, those he, three had to do with him. But he also said like, you know, he couldn't even, he couldn't even carry uh, himself through the first title defense. I'm yeah. Like, Ooh. Yeah. He was, he was throwing some barbs. Yeah. Uh, and then he yeah. says, you know, I've backed up everything I've said. And I've beaten every challenger. And, and he starts touting how, you know, Raul and Joaquin are going to advance into dusty cup. And then that's when Lucha house party comes down. They kind of interfere and brawl. With yeah, ODF. It's, it was kind of, kind of random, you know, and, and Santos just kind of watches from the apron. Yeah. Then, he was there. And then, and then, and then, like, they hold him in place. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, they hold him down. He looks like he's going to join the party and triple team, you know, Lucha House Party. When Kurt Stallion, first time seeing the kid. Yeah. I, I've said his name his a couple name. times yeah. on the show. Yeah. He comes down to get uh, help even the odds, and they all run off the hills. Um, and just to jump to this, you know, they we do get Kurt in the back, get interviewed. He's got, uh, you know, Lucha House Party flanking him. He's talking about how he earned a title shot at Santos a month ago, and then Santos actually uh, inter- interrupts with uh, LDF. Uh, he just says, you know, I, basically – Kurt got his attention, but instead of beating him down tonight, he wants to expose him as the rookie he is next week with the title on the line. So it seems like we're going to get a cruiserweight title match next week uh, between Kurt Stallion and Santos Escobar, which seems to be maybe the match that we were waiting on. I don't know what kept it from happening. I, I mean, that's the only reason I, I knew who Kurt Stallion well, was. Uh, well, but, wasn't you know. Kurt? I mean, because there was that whole thing where Kurt Stallion was supposed to be uh, Leon Russ's partner that one time yeah but remember he was hurt so like yeah Danny that's right in. yeah okay so maybe so maybe, that, maybe, maybe that was he a was shoot. injured yeah. yeah okay got you and uh and, and then also uh with uh next week's announcements we got of course the official announcement birch and lorkin will go on uh take on uh the prince finn balor kyle o'reilly and then we have more dusty classic action msk will take on drake maverick and killian dane which i'll get into their backstage segment before hey, that, to the hey, main event so wait wait it's the prince and the king of air guitar nice there you go. yeah there you no. go 
know. But no, I did see that Drake in uh, that Killian Day, or I should say yeah, the Drake promo. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't bad. Uh, I mean, basically, she was asking Killian uh, about their opponents, and Drake just kind of chimes in how you know, my, my last year was yeah. bad. But, you know, he basically feel com- he feels confident now. He's got a f- best friend and a tag partner in Dane, uh, even commends MSK, but, but and says how fans usually expect like these uh, – surprise teams to shock the whole world and win the, and whole, win the thing. whole thing but yeah. he, he declares that they're going to win the whole thing and and dane kind of commends him like oh i couldn't have said it better myself and kind of pats him hard on the back and we get right back to the dynamic of you know drake, see you next week yeah you know and still, drake kind of feigns the in, uh, injury a bit i still need to get this number yeah but it, <laughs> it's, it's like, uh man. it'll be killian dane uh like we said and drake against uh msk and then on the other side of the brackets we got grizzled young veterans versus Kashida and leon ruff next week mm. Um, that'll be interesting, but yeah, man, this brings us to the fight pit match, and I did take yeah. some notes, but I know when I first started it, I I just wanted to really watch. Um, there were some things I I, I did. Uh, I mean, I had to write down in terms of like, oh, okay, that was impressive, you know. But um, yeah, I remember I hit you up and said, hey, man, I would really love to talk about this because we waited for two weeks. Um, I feel like I'm a big proponent of Tim Thatcher on the show, just trying to see what where they can push him. I loved Champa and what he can do, especially if he's working with these new young guys. But I've been waiting to see, and I was vocal. I think Thatcher should have took the first one. I'm glad it was a longer program. And, um, you know, and it just little things I noticed, too, like how he didn't win decisively in the first one. Um, you know, I don't think he beat him with the fairy tale ending. It was just the, the Willow's Bell, you know, yeah, stuff it was like just that. The Willow's you know? Bell. And uh, didn't he didn't he tap him out or something? Um, I don't. I'm, I'm not he, too. Sure. I forgot. I don't think some, he. It was some weird might, finish. I remember we were yeah, like surprised. Bit, very. Yeah, yeah. He actually, I think he did tap him out. Yeah, he, like he hit him with the DDT, and then I think he like. No, 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 no. That was Finn. I think that that's maybe it was Finn. Yeah, I, I, but it was just it was just like a weird. Oh, that was it because he. That's what it was. He was working over Thatcher as if he was going to beat him at his own game, and that's, then it just yeah. never, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, this kind of starts. We got both men on top of like I guess the platform uh, of this deal, and I thought it was uh, crazy because I don't remember how the last one started, but it's like both men kind of like blitzed each other trying to get. Yeah, uh, they were uh, really some, selling position, how there know? was no like safety rail or barricade, yeah. keeping him from falling from that point. Which I'm, I wasn't mad at uh, commentary for trying to sell that. Yeah, and honestly, the first big bump that I I. I mean that neck lock suplex. Like I don't know if there's any give on that platform, but it sounded hard when yeah. he, when he, when he got Champa in that. Like, uh, but not too much longer after that. Like I remember, especially it being his neck. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. exactly. But I remember Champa ever the opportunist always uses his environment. We see him. He's he's used a decapitator. You know, he did it with Jake Atlas a couple of times. He does it like underneath like a rail or something that's on the outside or the lip of the uh, platform. So it's like, okay, you could tell he's trying to brawl, and Thatcher's trying to grind him down mat base. But even from there, Thatcher's like hanging on Lion King style, and he gets his hand stomped, and he drops twenty feet down to the to the pit. Did you see that part? I did. Yeah, that, that wasn't bad. I just thought it was dumb it, to mean, do that during picture in picture. It that's my thing. It's like. There were. That's why it was kind of hard for me to get into this match because I'd be in it, then I'd be out of it. Then I'd be in it, then I'd be out of it. And then like, uh, yeah, man, the commentary would like kind of like trail off for me. Mm-hmm. And then like I would hear what they were talking about or what was going on, and then I'd like look up, and then I'm like, oh, okay, let me pay attention and see what's going on. Yeah, you know I mean? like like if I hear like the intensity in their voices, like you know, start to you know heighten, and then I'm like, okay, something big's about to happen. But yeah, yeah, I wasn't like sitting there watching it all the way through on 
uh, unbothered, undistracted at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it, it was tough because I, I really, I don't know, I, I guess I expected more physicality. Not that we didn't get it because there were spots like, um, you know, I, I know he tried to go for the, uh, like, fairy tale ending and he you know that's a reverse yeah, it and threw, threw, i think he like shoved him shoulder first into the steel beam which yeah you gotta yeah. remember the steel beam did play a, a big part in how he won the last one and or even um you know there was, there was a time where he he rushes uh champa into the cage wall and hits that rebound belly to belly which i thought looked really good um and then he even like i think he hyper extended his fingers and just jammed him right into the mat yeah that was he crazy. like slammed him into like yeah it was yeah but i did like that uh running knee smash he did into the uh cage wall on thatcher's uh head i, I thought i was just like okay now you're starting to use the environment again you know it, w- it wasn't bad and uh but basically we got to a point where and i, I kind of like this where um thatcher does get that standing sleeper hold champa does low blow him which i, I was just like oh like that you know but it's hey. to a slugfest it's a fight pit this is this isn't a fair pit yeah exa- exactly <laughs> but it turns to a slugfest and then champa he i think locks on what i would consider a guillotine choke and then slams thatcher's head or spikes it into the steel beam yeah hits the fairy tale ending and locks in the rear naked choke but thatcher escapes uh he locks in another sleeper uh standing sleeper i would say and champa tries to do the whole bret hart climbing off the turnbuckle and vaulting himself out you know but, oh yeah but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he saw it coming and kind of ties him up in yeah. this tree of woe. And now you see like one leg of Chompas is wedged in the corner. And then he takes the other and the just free leg. Stretch muffler. Yeah, like muff, standing yeah. stretch muffler, which I've never seen. And I, I, I like uh, got, the, him, got him the tap out victory. In that. I like the visual though, because you saw him how he had the leg over his neck and he saw his hands like about the close, like they clasp together. Yeah, mm-hmm. And as soon as he slapped it in, like maybe what, like three, four seconds later, he's half? Yeah, like, oh, I would shit. say, yeah, four tops maybe. And But, yeah, I thought it was believable, but it was just weird too because they had to go, his surgically repaired knee is like, yeah, but it's also it's like one of the things he, he uses as a weapon all the time. And yeah. I didn't see the grinding down of the leg, and it's all about making he, it make still, sense for He's still us, hitting you know? guys with running knees for sure on exactly. the, off the reg and not – not hurting himself, you know, as a result. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people, you know, there was uh, that whole thing where I don't know if maybe if they had a little, little bit more time, we would have saw more from it. But it looked like there was possibly some respect shown yeah, between the guys. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, um, they, they showed some replays and Thatcher does celebrate the win. And then he kind of like stares a hole in Champa before like walking over to him. He kind of kneels like what five feet away from him. Yeah, and it looked like they're, they're. You don't see. You're right. You don't see it on camera. And even before it goes black, it looks like Champ is about to to like. I lean was just towards about to him. say to do something, but but, but Barrett had to kind of. Sh- he must have saw the time restraint and just shoehorned. Oh, is this a sign of respect? Yeah, you know what that's what I felt. And, uh, and I just wrote question mark. I to don't be know. honest, I, I think maybe they could possibly be sh- a new team to replace uh, Adonis. Yo, in, that, the, in the Dusty Classic, that could be pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's I would if I would believe uh, it as soon as them teaming up like next week. But yeah, but I, mean, I, w- I will I say though, it. if they if that's what they do, the mist, the very or big Ever mist, Rise comes back, baby. Oh, no. no, I would say the big uh, a big missed opportunity if that is the plan next week because I like I said I thought Dexter was going to come in and usurp uh, Rough straight up. You know what I mean? And maybe it'll still happen. Maybe they'll beat up Rough because they're mad they lost, but. I, I'm, I'm remiss to think, like, what if in the finals it was the way versus 
Champa and Thatcher if they became a team. That would be dope. I could see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. D- uh, DIY feature on the other opposite sides. I don't know. Did you know, DIY win? Didn't they win a, a uh, Dusty Classic or weren't they like? I think that's where they got champion as a team. Maybe I don't yeah, know if they I was won. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that's definitely where they formed was as a yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. But yeah, that was NXT mm. this week, man. All right. Well, that's yeah. not that's not too bad. Um, again, there were some things I liked, some stuff I skipped through. I got some stuff I got to go back and check out because uh, I didn't get a chance to, to see it. Um, but you know what? I, I will give them credit. As much as we were talking about the Dusty uh, Classic brackets, mm-hmm. they're still putting up some good matches. I mean, some surprising winners, to be honest. But you yeah, know. it's just tough because now it's starting to feel a bit like AEW with how many tag matches they got to incorporate in their broadcast. Well, you watch your mouth, Mister, because I'm gonna tell you how many they had this week. Oh no, well, <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah, because I didn't get a chance to watch all of Dynamite. But what I will say is. I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I just think, like, let AEW do that. But it's also probably just because it's a tournament. You know what I mean? I doubt we're going to get this many tag team, you know, matches post-tournament. But that's me. So, I mean, I hope not because, I mean, if they did, that means they'd have to pretend half these teams were tag teams all this whole time. Yeah, exactly. You know, which isn't – we know that's not the the case. But I digress. We're going to go to the other side of the pond, quote unquote, so to speak here. Oh, the other side of the battle lines. Or I guess the other side of Florida on this one. Um, We're going to go all all the way down to Jacksonville, and uh, we're going to light that fuse, buddy. Yep. Uh, We're going to light that fuse and talk about this AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Um, So you haven't seen any of it. I I think I told you I watched up to um, the middle of Cody versus Pretty... Peter Avalon. Peter, Peter, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, we start off the night with uh, it's, uh, Brody uh, Jr.'s uh, yeah. birthday, a.k.a. as a negative one, correct? Or was uh-huh. it a minus one? Uh, negative one, minus one. Uh, ask TK. Brody Gorilla, man. Yeah. That's what it is. Brody Gorilla, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we did get footage from a promo, I guess, he cut on Luther. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it on dark yeah it looked the, like it was the night on, before or was that yeah, last week or something i think it was last week i think he just said he looked stupid <laughs> yeah he, he uh, basically said like you know does he look stupid or did you just fall like did you did your face did you fall on your face like that or you were born looking stupid or something like oh that? okay got he said you. something like that um you know dropping bars you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but you know it's brody's birthday you know you had uh johnny hungy Getting a little bit excited oh, yeah, there, you know. He said that he was hungry over the over the birthday cake. Mm-hmm. I love, by the way, the visual of him on top of Ten's shoulders wearing his dad's long. Cloak. Yeah, that no, really yeah, cool. that was definitely. Re- I mean, because to be honest, I didn't think. Not, I mean, I guess I, I was surprised to see. I'm like, oh wow, well, oh, they got Brody back already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which was kind of cool, and they had him pl- kind of playing a part. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, they they started singing him happy birthday uh, with the crowd there as well, the live crowd, uh, or, or the what makes up the live crowd yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, the talent <laughs> um, etc yeah. uh, of course the chaos project interrupts um you got luther over here talking about how uh they don't like children he and, cut he and, cut and, like and, an ever rise style <laughs> promo it, it, to me, ruin to your me birthday. It, it, it was like i felt like i was like anytime there, there's like a, a pro wrestler or something like that that's in a movie like like uh like say <laughs> yeah, like yeah. uh Billy Madison, like yeah, the, like exactly the blob, right? About, yeah, revolting <laughs> like he, blob. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he would totally cut this promo, like, and I don't like children. I'm gonna ruin your birthday, Billy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. Uh, but uh, anyway, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Dark Order take umbrage to that, so they start. Uh, you know, the, the, the whole match starts off hot as a brawl before the match, and then TH2 actually comes out. Who are also the tag partners of Chaos uh, Project for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep wanting to call them Theory, but I'm, I'm so glad I wrote this down. Uh, anyways, Paige comes out, 
And uh, his music hits as he hits a, a huge crossbody off the stage on everybody. Doesn't he, though? Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, bro, I was driving, watching. I was like, yo, shit, what was, you doing? That was, that was nice. I was like, you thought you was on Helico. Okay, okay, I see. <laughs> but it was dope. It looked good. Nah, I, thought, yeah, it was, I was afraid he was going to hurt himself on dismount, but nah, he was great. The fact that he was like, to me, it was funny because I'm like, they talked about this match before the air. Yeah. And he's like, so the first two minutes I walk, like the first under the first 10 seconds I walk into the match, I just jump jump off the stage and that's <laughs> yeah. what it was like this is some cowboy shit for real yeah it, it like, really, it is, really though. is it really uh, is <laughs> anyway anyways uh match officially starts uh we got uh reynolds and silver hits a flap uh flapjack euro uh european uppercut Love combo that move by them yeah. on uh on helico luther Always tags stiff yeah it was it was though mm. uh luther tags in hits a butterfly suplex on silver uh, we get uh two scoop slams using his uh his partners with uh Ser- serpentico yeah. and evans uh, then he hits this weird, like this running bulldog within Helico. Yeah, uh, that doubled into like a like a like a I guess a world strongest sl- uh, yeah, yeah, splash kind of yeah like, like inadvertently but yeah because yeah, you know, Luther is just crazy yeah he goes for the pin of course it's you know it's a kick out but uh, we get a, a, a big boot from Silver as he tags in uh, Paige who takes out everybody with some offense we got a clothesline we got a big boot yeah he catches Evans with a spine buster and then he hits the overhead suplex on Serpentico. Uh, Matt starts. Yeah, that was nice, dude. Yeah, well, I, I was like, I haven't really seen him hit that. I, in a I while. gotta say, Serpentico took a lot of offense. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, match breaks down as everyone hits the ring. Serpentico fights off Silver and Reynolds, but Colt catches him with a flying apple and like a massive. Yeah. Hangman hits his followaway slam, almost botches the kid up. Yeah, I did like how Colt got out of got out the way though, like how he no, kind of no. set up the whole yeah. followaway. Like they they work well together. No, no, they, all of them. No, do, Colt. Yeah. That's one thing I was. I was gonna. I was gonna say it's cold. You could tell he was like, he would clear the floor, clear the table for whatever needed to be set yeah. up next. Yeah, he and, was, but he did it mm-hmm. in a way where he was like seamlessly like in and out of the, of yeah. the background. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you weren't specifically looking out for it, you wouldn't even have noticed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, flying apple, follow a slam, almost botches the kip up, tries for the crossbody to the outside. Evans evades. Misses an attack of his own off the apron before Silver catches him with a running, flipping cannonball off the apron and mm. follows up with a molly whopping running euro uh, to Angelico. He does. Against the barricade. Uh, Reynolds hits a, a tope con hilo, mm-hmm. or a rope flip, as we say in the No Mercy game, yep. uh, on Luther and Serpentico. Then Paige hits the moonsault, uh, the big uh, hara hara. Yeah, aura, aura, moonsault. <laughs> I just like to make fun of it. Hara, hara. Tari, hara. After some malfunction at the junction, Serpentico hits a super kick DDT combo on Reynolds, followed by a springboard 450 from Evans for a near fall. Yeah. Uh, Hangman uh, power bombs Evans from the uh, from the apron into the crowd uh, into Angelico. I wonder if he's tired of taking that bump, but yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colt and uh, Luther fight to the stage. Luther tries to powerbomb Colt through the uh, through the cake and the table, I guess. Yeah. Brody Jr. intervenes with the kendo shots. And uh, Colt flapjacks. I had to put the flapjacks. It's flapjacks for day. Shout out to McFly. Yeah, he definitely, definitely flapjacked uh, on there. Yeah. Colt flapjacked. Luther face first into the cake. Uh, Reynolds and Silver, uh, you know, we, we get back to the ring as they hit their their uh, patented combo, forearm, step up, Enzo, followed by the stunner, and it usually goes into the German, except he waited on the German as Hangman mm-hmm. hit a picture-perfect buckshot layer. I, I like that Hangman, no matter who he tags with, yeah. he finds a way to hit that, yeah, that buckshot in, in a dope way. Mm. Buckshot lariat with the German at the same time, plus the running jackknife pin by Reynolds for the win. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Beautiful. 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 Yeah. Beautiful time. Great, great open. Great open. Fun, yeah. 
but uh, the fun <laughs> just begun, and uh, th- this was a cool moment for me, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, after we got, uh, you know, we got Brody Jr. cutting a promo on Serpentico. Yeah. <laughs> on the stage. He, he also hits him with the kendo stick. He does. Says that, uh, you know, you couldn't ruin my birthday because it was three days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he hits Serpentico with the, with the stack of rolled up papers. Yeah, it was great. Got to say, got to give the people what they want. I yeah, love it. Yeah. No, I thought that was got really to. cool. Really, really cool. Shout out, shout out to the he way that they older and he starts calling people little bitches. Like. It's, no, it's gonna be awesome. And then the, you know the the cool part is he's gonna like when he actually is gonna be of age. He's gonna be he's gonna come in, dude, looking all stacked and like you yeah. know he's gonna have but he's gonna have that kendo stick. He's he's had it from a young age. It's yeah, gonna be very so true. Dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, he man. gets that thing over more than Sheeta does, man. Yeah, no lie. <laughs> Uh, you know, and then of course we get to the uh, the ultimatum of the night. Uh, you know, they yeah. had to ask if Hangman was going to join the Dark Order, but Hangman uh, he says he can't join Dark Order because he's done the group thing before and it just doesn't end well for him. Uh, and then of course there was these he said yes celebrations. Yeah, that jumped the gun. Great timing. It was not the comedic. Yeah. See, this is this is the thing. It's like now I'm trying to figure out. Okay, so what direction are they going in with the group? And it, yeah, obviously I, I'm still not gonna lie. I was kind of bummed. Hilarious. He, he said, you know, nah. I, I yeah well I, you know what it was is uh, John Silver was sad so you made you feel mm. hit you right well I think what it is is they need it's not replacing Brody it's just giving them something interesting in, you know what I mean while the traction gets on and people are still healing and I think Hangman who's also in need of new friends and healing and all that stuff it kind of makes sense I mean, but it, hopefully yeah, this they, is they've been a, showing him getting along with them pretty well yeah. you know so I'm, I'm just so. hoping it's not a dead end like maybe they're gonna keep trying so we'll see yeah i was thinking the same thing um but i digress from here we get a uh, backstage promo from mjf and chris jericho mm-hmm. of course they call marvez markvez which yep. i loved um uh, it, first, he asks Jericho if he thinks this match could potentially split up the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho says they have a, a sexy hooligan agreement amongst them to continue moving as a unit. Uh, you know, even after the match is uh, to take place, Jericho calls Marvez a stupid idiot, which we haven't gotten in a while. Oh, actually, dumb idiot. Seems is like that what he called him? Yeah, he's like switching it up subtly. You know, he's like it's not the same. Yep. Or, or, or maybe they own it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Uh, next up from here, we got, uh, it is weird to say like this, but Sting congratulates Darby. No, that's exactly how it's <laughs> yeah. described. Uh, we got uh-huh. Tony Schiavone in the ring. He's introducing Sting. Uh, you know, Sting comes out with uh, with the Brody tee on, which I love. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darby comes out through the tunnel, sans skateboard, which was a different uh, Look, entrance for yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, Tony lets Sting have the floor as uh, Sting gets straight to it, uh, which I actually liked because most of the time we get a lot of fluff. Uh, but he basically just goes straight to it, saying that there's something about him that reminds him of him, and he and he really likes it, mm-hmm. and he wants to be the first to publicly congratulate him on his uh, first title defense for the mm-hmm. TNT Championship. Taz interrupts. Uh, of course, Team Taz is uh, not far away as they are pretty much uh, cornering yeah, him or backing Sting him. Sting was trying to clarify why he got involved, right? Well, this is what this, this is where it got convoluted for me, or just didn't make sense. You yeah. know, Taz interrupts and he says, "You know, oh, it's a fair fight. He's trying to make it a fair fight. No, you guys fought dirty, and yet Sting with the bad and Darby using his belt to tie up Cage." Yeah. And I'm like, "Like cattle." I was like, "Dude, he tied him up for two seconds before he literally flapjacked him from his knees. Like, what do you? Come yeah. on, bro." Like he he yeah. didn't really do that much. I, you to know him. what's worse? Getting power bomb him knowingly in a body bag, full of thumbtacks. You don't know say full of thumbtacks. Full like, of thumbtacks onto ah, some steps. Geez. That would uh, suck. but but this is where it says that's Ta- unfair. Taz like oh so you guys like the like the like the f- be from like the fight from the streets. Yeah, take See, my, the streets. But my guys are gentlemen. And then and then right after he says that his guys are gentlemen, he says like. Do your research because I'm from the streets and my guys are street fighters. I'm like, but you just said they were gentlemen. Wow, I. 
I don't want to jump the gun here. I just got go ahead and finish the segment. Okay, this, this is almost the end right here. It just says, uh, yeah, it just didn't make sense. He says, do do your research. I'm from the streets. My guys are street fighters. Even though he just said that they were gentlemen, says he wanted to challenge him. That if he wants to take it to the streets, we can take it to the streets. Darby, all Darby says is, you know, if they want to take it to the streets, be careful what you wish for. You just may get it. Which, you know, it wasn't yes or no, but it definitely led more questions and answers as like, wait, are they challenging Sting too? Well, let me answer those questions, Quincy Jones, with some answers. As I just got it hot off the press, Stinger himself posted this on Instagram at Revolution. It will be in a tag team street fight. Ricky Starks with Brian Cage and with Taz in their corner against Sting and Darby Allin. Wow. Let me show you this graphic to make it official, sir. This is not You know, good. okay, I got to say that I'm kind of surprised because you would have thought that it would have been like Brian Cage with Oh man, that's pretty cool. That's, that's you would have thought you would have thought it would have been Brian Cage with maybe Taz. Yeah. You know, to kind of even that up. Yeah, I mean, I will say this um not to go all night on that. I'm a little worried by um I mean, we talked by about Sting it safety with Brian yeah, straight up. Just, and we've touched straight. on it before. And mm-hmm. and and look, I, like, and we gave him, we gave Brian his props for that match he had with Darby. It was great. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that he did before that that was reckless as hell, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. And and, and <sighs> yeah. he's got a lot of years on the scene too. That's why it's kind of a shame that you know. But I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah. I'm just hoping that uh, any weapons they let the guys use are they're they're super propped up and gimmicked, and uh, they just let. Sting uses real bad, and we'll call it we'll call it even. Well, I think it's good that Starks is in there because I think the way he worked with Sting last week looked good, even though it was just that one interaction. But yeah, like, oh, you talking Sting. about where you got hit in the throat? Yeah, the throat, <laughs> and then even the way he sold the the bat swing. You know what I mean? Like like it, it was it was not bad, man. I mean, uh, I like Starks. I just think yeah. he's in the, I think he's in the wrong crew. Yeah, he that's, is. That's all I. But uh, you know, from here we get a uh, you know some crew business. Young Bucks and Don Callis. This was uh, this was interesting. Yeah, um, and there's, there are different reasons why, but I'm, I'm gonna get into it. I don't want to waste any more time. Marvez is randomly at Kenny's house. As uh, I guess the context here is the Bucks got a message saying to meet up with Kenny at his house for an elite meeting, um, which is why he was there mm-hmm. uh, because he heard that there was a meeting <laughs> for the elite. Then he brought a cameraman. Yeah, he acted um, exactly like his ass would act. Which look, look <laughs> and look, I said and this is what I wrote. I said though not executed believably, it definitely was a shot at the way WWE angles. You know, as far as where there's a development in a storyline or an angle where somebody gets beat up or, you know, where we're just supposed to ignore the fact that a cameraman just happened to be placed at that exact yeah. moment yeah. in time to capture that, you just, that moment. You just got mass amounts of cameramen yeah, just you know, ready like They just have, will. like, they're, they're like, the, like a city. Like, yeah. like oh, we, we can tap into all the security cams and GTV. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, you know, because then they, it's just weird because it's like, you know, they, they also create an excuse as to why the camera is still in the room, mm-hmm. you know, the catch to capture that convo slash meeting slash kind of ambush, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it wasn't a bad way uh, to do it. Again, though. you know, it could be due to the fact that now it seems like they have to write in how to explain the cameras being there yeah. into the story as if it has its own part into the script or something. I think, but it's just, you know, just to resolve the logic behind it overall, I yeah, get it. AEW's big on trying not to make the fans feel stupid. And that's so the thing. They're I, trying to rectify certain but things. But I also know that they're big on not trying to do, wanting to do things like WWE. Yeah. As far as, you know, bad habits that have been kind of tolerated for viewers exactly. by Exactly, yeah. But I feel like, yeah, it was, you know, the effort to call it into question was valiant, but again, I don't know if it really added mm-hmm. anything. I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, anyways, it, it turns out to be just Don Callis. 
Kenny's not there. Supposedly at the beach or whatever you said he, he was at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which we find out that's that's a lie mm-hmm. <laughs> later Straight down the up, line. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't watch the rest of the show. So. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, overall, the uh, you know pretty much. Uh, well, first of all, there, there's this uh, ridiculous painting that I have to mention <laughs> with Don and, oh and, and Kenny painted as like this huge rope. Yeah, commissioned just, for his birthday uh, like months in advance. Like his birthday is in October. It was like, oh, you never. It's never too too early to <laughs> care of the champ. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, He's there. He talks to the Bucks, and he's, uh, you know, he's there asking him about, you know, their their friendship with Kenny. You know, they, they talk about how they've been friends with him for over twelve years, and his response is, "Oh, what what an investment that is!" And they were like, "Investment." And then you see him really trying to like basically write the Bucks like a check to compensate their time for their yeah, it's just like buying twelve year investment in an attempt yeah. to help Kenny sever ties with quote unquote what he kept saying friends from the old neighborhood. That are holding him back, supposedly. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, claims Kenny is too nice of a person, but he is not. Almost like Kenny sent him to do the, to, to you know, he was like the hitman to take care of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bucks start to get a little bit hot for Callis trying to bribe them and even uh, bring up the checks not being, uh, probably not being good as far as him because, uh, you know, him working for Impact and uh, their past yeah, experience I thought that with was, that. that was good. I was well, waiting you, for okay, something so like that to the be The weird said. part was people were saying, oh, they're talking about ECW. I'm like, what? I'm like, I mean... That where the the statement could possibly be true because we know how things financially ran over there too. I'm like, that's not the most recent. Like, that's not where I would go. Like, first, first yeah, that's dumb because everyone knows that it, ECW is Paul Heyman. He came in as a character, Cyrus. He had nothing to yeah. do with the creation of ECW or the, the let alone the payroll. You know what I mean? But I, yeah. I that's kind of kind of crazy. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, bar uh, the Bucks start to get hot. Matt takes off his jacket, so you know it's real. Yep. And it looks bad for Callis as they kind of back him and, and start to corner him, and the the camera goes black. And then, uh, of course, Doc, his favorite uh, quote of twenty twenty one already is, oh, "Don't don't 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 take your anger out on me." Jeez, yeah, it's like okay, geriatric man. Oh, man. Jeez, like well, what's going? Oh no, teenage uh, angst headed this way. Uh, what wasn't a bad uh, wasn't a bad angle? Wasn't a bad segment? I just uh, I'm surprised again, you're doing I don't this know this what early. else is going. Yeah, and and I was interested in them having an interaction with Don, and I just felt like Matt was more into it than Nick was. Nick's got to learn to not stop being chill, Nick, all the time. He's got to learn to be pissed. I, I think you know, that's he, just, he, that's I think he it. could be chill, Nick, but still be like like. Oh man, we got a lot going on. Yeah, well, I, I look at it as Nick <laughs> try to chime in. Oh, can we even trust you, man? And then Matt's at, saying the real stuff. Like, where were you in the fourteen-hour bus rides? You know, yeah, what I mean, like miss birthdays yeah, and all. He's yeah, saying yeah. the real stuff, and Nick's like, "Yeah, we can't even trust this guy." <laughs> you know no, that's true. Yeah, he he was kind of just like a like a passive aggressively yeah, like a little chiming bit, in a little <laughs> yeah. bit. So, but I, I, it was uh, an interesting seg though. But uh, from here we got a uh, Peter. Uh, excuse me, pretty Peter Avalon mm-hmm. versus Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avalon runs right into a crossroads, pretty much. I mean, that's how the that's how the match starts. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess Cody said he planned to beat him. Yeah, within yeah, a minute, he, he pretty so. much yeah put out this proclamation. I mean, which I don't know how that helps. You know, you build your guys yeah. saying shit like that. But, uh, but look, look, I love Peter Avalon. We've booked him quite a few times. I've mm-hmm. every time we booked him, I've always been. I've always said this that he, I knew he had charisma. Yep. and I felt like he could really do something. Yeah, I I, enjoy I can't his work, help yeah. but the fact that especially when they bring up the fact that Cody. They said that he already, within three weeks, added 90 pounds of muscle to himself. 19. 19. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought it was 90. I was yeah, like, nah. oh, my <laughs> I had God, to, I had to jump in there. 19. Um, 90. Yeah. But he, yeah, it just he just made Avalon look so small. He did. Um, 
and I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful about that. It just, no, no, it, there it was size of, difference. Yeah, and it um, was even and, more. And, and it kind of affected my, my way of trying to believe certain spots. cells. Yeah. I will say the suplexes and the superplex yes. that Pete got, and I want to jump in. Those yeah. are beautiful. I yeah, no, that. no, they were good. Right. Uh, but yeah, like I said, you ran into a crossroads, but Cody, for some reason, doesn't pin us. He's obviously waiting for Jade Cargill's music to hit. I thought the timing was good, but yeah. It was, I mean, it just didn't make sense why he didn't pin him. If, he, he definitely should have, though. If, if he said that, I'm, I'm going to pin him under a minute, so whatever. She comes out at the top of the stage, and she's just there, just not really doing nothing. Avalon hits Cody with a low blow as everybody's distracted by this and starts targeting Cody's knee. Uh, Cody turns momentum as he uh, hits the drop-down uppercut. Uh, Avalon cuts him off as he tries for a top rope attack and gets caught in that beautiful superplex you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, Cody rolls out favoring the knee. Uh, him and Avalon trade strikes and get back in the ring. Avalon hits a uh, suplex on Cody for a, only a one count. Uh, then we get a, the, the double clothesline spot. Where that was one of the ones where I'm like, well... I mean, I guess, but I felt like that clothesline looked like he just clotheslined him. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Avalon takes over uh, with some strikes and a few back rakes. Uh, so, you know, healing it up. Uh, some more moves nice. targeting uh, Cody's knee. Uh, he locks in a single leg crab at one point. Uh, Cody fights back and goes for the sunset flip for a near fall, but eats a clothesline from Avalon again. I was like that close. It was a good close line though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Avalon misses the huge moonsault from the top. Cody As tries. He always does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, Cody but it tries. looks good when he goes. Hey, for yeah, it was. Uh, hey, it was better than, than you know, some of the perk angle TNA ones. Uh, hey. uh, Cody tries to regain offense, but hurts his leg on a leapfrog mix-up. I wasn't sure if that was on purpose or not. Yeah, because um, I know he was doing the whole leg thing. So maybe. But like he tried it up for a leapfrog, but he like it was weird because he almost like. It didn't look like on the, top of him. It didn't look like the normal clip. Yeah, I don't gotcha, know if it was. Right. I was trying to figure out if, if he was trying to clip him or if maybe he just the timing was off or the weight difference. Yeah, I, I didn't know what it was. Uh, maybe but, it just came down on him. But they reacted right away, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, Avalon throws him out of the ring and hits a suicide dive. A great suicide dive, actually got a lot of impact on it. Okay. Um, throws Cody back into the ring and Cody counters with a RKO Cody cutter. Oh, okay. I called it RKO because it wasn't RKO, but they called it the Cody cutter. Okay. Uh, Cody starts the, uh, you know, what's that thing that, that Stone Cold says about Big Big Show? Way to... Uh, oh, oh, fire up. Yeah, yeah. Cody fired. There you go. Because I put Hulks up. I'm like, nah, it's, it's a Fire different. up, kid. Yeah, Cody fires up with that offense, hits some clotheslines, and the, the, uh, the patented pounder slam. Patented power slam. Mm -hmm. uh, Cody locked in figure four, which I thought was a weird uh, choice seeing as his, his leg is the one that's yeah. already hurt, but he's mm -hmm. going to lock in the figure four. Uh, and then... You know, you got Peter who counters again the lighter of the the two yeah. guys. Mm. He was able to turn it over like almost immediately. Uh, yeah, I'm probably trying to sell that his leg was the, yeah. the leverage leg. And, yeah, was and, and he did. Yeah. But but this is where it gets weird. So Cody turns it back around, and then while you know he still has it locked in, you got Peter who slaps him, and then you see Cody who looks like he's about to slap him back, and Peter who realizes he may get slapped in the face. Instead, just starts tapping out, like hides his face and just taps out. Wow, that's how he, like he because so he, he was afraid to get hit in the face. Yeah, because I know earlier there's a spot where he goes for he kicks him in the stomach and he and he does bend over. Uh, Avalon does face, and he, yeah, yeah, and he covers his face, not in the face. Yeah, and he hits him with that drop down uppercut anyway. So I don't know if that was supposed to be a you know the whole. Narrative, yeah, it but, was. Yeah, mm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been watching his matches. If that's something he's been doing, I don't know. But 
he was really driving it home to the point where he he was like, you know, you what? felt like you were missing something. I'm, I, you know what? I'm I'm I don't want to get hit in the face so bad by Cody Rhodes. I'm just gonna I'd rather tap lose. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of just the the logic didn't make sense. To I'm me. just surprised it's Cody a, went with that. But it's a big opportunity for you. I mean, if if you're gonna lose anyways, you might as well just lose on the tap out for real. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna. I mean, it didn't it didn't change my perception. It just made it look like. I don't know. It was just weird. That's just great, man. That, that's like if somebody slaps somebody in the middle of the ring and then he had that oh shit moment and then they run out and just get counted out. That That's pretty much what happened except uh, he just tapped. Yeah. Yeah, too. Hmm. Anyways, I don't know if you got a chance to see this, but FTR had a little backstage promo here. Finally. I've been wanting, yeah. No, no, no. You need to watch this if okay. you didn't. Because, no, no, no. Uh, I, again, only got up to when he started working no, over th- Cody's is, leg. This and is actually that. pretty good for okay. someone else. That's what I'm talking about. You got uh, them with Tully. You know, okay. they got they got some drinks flowing. You know, Tully got the suit on. He says, the ratings are out and FTR are numero uno. Oh, okay. But they need the belts and they need they need to get back the bragging rights. That's what mm. he says, right? They okay. get interrupted by Jurassic Express who come busting in, led by Jungle Boy Jack Perry speaking oh, and really? talking that talk. This really? is a very good look for Jungle Boy. Okay. He, not he not both, that stoic, huh? Nope. I don't know no. English, but It's just I, not no Tarzan okay. shit. Okay. No. But I got to talk a whole match? No. This is, <laughs> yeah. he He got up in their grill. He was talking tough. I loved it. He actually, like, kind of bows up to Dax, mm. who is, like, taller than him, but he ain't, he's, like, shown he ain't intimidated. Like, I'm, I'm not intimidated by you kind of way. Okay. It was really good for Jack's character. He pretty much says, you know what? It's like, the only thing I learned about that match is I could beat either one of you guys any day, of the, like pretty much like whether Ooh. you or you. And so Dax is like, oh, if you really want to go, we can go. You know, he's like still drinking his drink. Yeah. Because there's a part where even like. Uh, it sounds like, 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 well, like are well, these guys serious? I'm not going to put my beer down for this. Well, bro, like like, like it looked like low-key shoe because when they came in, like, you know, they kind of get in, in Jungle Boy's face. And I, I can't remember if he like, oh, they try to grab him and he slaps one of their hand away from him. Like, I'm like, oh, yo, okay. you ain't never seen that from Jungle Boy. Yeah, you know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah. like yo, bro, I, I, I'm ready to squat. Yeah, yeah, like, don't touch me. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, he was serious. And then, uh, you know, pretty much they say, you know, yeah, we'll do this one-on-one. How about that? That way you guys can't say that I, I don't need them to, you know, and then, you know, Lucha just interrupts and says, you know what, I'll be there at ringside to make sure nobody gets involved. You know what I mean? Mm, so, okay. yeah, and, you know, they leave. And then, you know, it's funny because you got Tully pretty much trying to calm down Dax and Dax like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then as soon as he says he's good, the he, that glass he has in his hand, like one of them, the the Moscow Mule type glasses, yeah, yeah, he just chucks it and breaks it, bro. Oh, yeah, like it, off camera, you don't even see where it goes, you just hear it break. Like Damn. I was like, oh, this, that's a good look. Okay, yeah, it was a really good look. It was, it made you think, you know, because of the shit that they've been talking about, like, oh, uh, we got a dinosaur and a Tarzan, yeah, yeah. D- and a dollar they, store Tarzan, and they basically and, brought the game to them, like on their doorstep, and he yeah. felt embarrassed. A and bit. Yeah, yeah. and Marco didn't talk not once, so it was good. good. It was good. Y'all getting our memos over there, Tony? It was good. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, next, we did get uh, John Moxley's uh, first match back since the beatdown. Yeah, um, no, yeah, no, they, he got it. They gave it to oh, him okay. live. We saw him. It wasn't, the oh, sorry, that, that's that's not uh, that's <laughs> that's not one of those things that only comes with the title belt. No, nah, he because because okay. uh, he went he had a, a, a squash. Now I won't say a squash match. He had a tune-up match against uh, one of the guys. I guess has been. Uh, he looks like he could be seriously like Braun Strowman's like younger brother oh okay because he has like man there's this there's this guy i just saw him he's in hancock uh that movie with will smith he's like this big like oh br- I, yeah i know you're talking you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he okay. looks like he could be him you know what i mean but like it's just a, a big stack dude beard and like caveman looking you know what i mean but uh his name is nick uh camarado 
Okay. Um, so he had a match with him. Uh, big dude, though. So it wasn't like, you know, he, he had a, it wasn't an easy task. Uh, but Mox hits a headbutt, takes a, a, you know, and starts taking off on the. Yeah, that's him. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, he's got an interesting look. Okay. Uh, Mox hits a headbutt, starts taking off on the, on the disoriented uh, bigger guy with strikes, some hard chops and his quickness. Uh, tries for a cross body, but uh, Camarado catches him. And hits uh, kind of like a, a stampede variation of like a running, instead of like a running power slam, it was a power slam, but almost like a front slam. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, they also note that he's a student of QT and Dustin who's seen in the uh, the crowd telling him, you know, like, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. You know, that, wait, we, you got to finish it up. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? he's a former champ now. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, gotcha. yeah they were, so I thought that was pretty cool that they saw, they showed that. Um, you know, so I mean, because you keep hearing about the school and you know the students yeah. and stuff, so I thought it was pretty. Actually, cool. Actually, to add to that too, uh, just on the side note, I saw Cody. He he's been doing this thing where he'll like put a poll up on his story. Like the other day, I saw he he put up Aaron Solo, and he put like you know Nightmare Family or Nah, like you know what I mean. So it seems like they're really taking okay. this like building the the the, the this uh, class of of of. Uh, of nightmare, you know, students and all that stuff. It seems like they're taking it pretty seriously. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. No, yeah. So, uh, which again, you know, the continuity of them showing like QT and Dustin actually in the crowd, like mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, coach them up. I thought that was cool too. Um, he tries. Uh, oh, he, uh, uh, Camarado hits a, a huge running hip splash in the corner, uh, followed by a picture perfect uh, running pendulum backbreaker. I had to say it like that because he, it was like on some, a guy his side's hitting a pendulum like that. Yeah. It was like, like like no uh, Bret Hart kind of gotcha. yeah oh, okay yeah, um, yeah, yeah then he actually hits another one and hits the stretch over the knee spot we haven't seen that one in yeah. a minute mm-hmm. uh, Mox manipulates the fingers to escape uh, and it starts to bite the face of Camarado uh, some forearm shots from the former champ uh, but Mox gets hit with the uh, the tiebreaker or the Ushi Garoshi okay. uh, for the near fall uh, Camarado calls for a big move but runs sternum first into the buckles again with the Bret Hart references yeah. Um, Mox regains offense with some strong kicks to the chest. Uh, Daniel Bryan style, surprisingly. Oh, okay. Tries for the suplex, but instead uh, hits uh, uh, hits the big man. Wait, let me see. Oh, that's what it was. He tries to hit the big man with a suplex. Instead, tries for a clothesline, but Camarado picks him up on his shoulders. Mox slips behind him with the rear naked choke with the body scissors for the win. Oh, okay. Uh, pretty much chokes him out. Okay. Um, that, was, that was the end of that. Which I mean, he kind of still protected the dude, which yeah, is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That was insane. Um. Yeah, because I now I'll, I think about it, he dude reminds me of that 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 dude from uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, for real. For a toe real. was a toe. Yeah, a toe and was a toe. And a row was a row. Oh, is that was it? Big John? Yeah, Little John? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, after the match, he calls for the microphone, and I think you're gonna love this. He had a uh, hell of a promo, but uh, this again just keeps stirring the pot as far as working relationships. Okay, right? so. Uh, he says anything can happen now on Wednesdays. He says uh, there's so much going on. He can't keep track of what's going on. It's crazy around here. Who's in Bullet Club? Who's the elite? Uh, I don't even know who the hell's in in, in Impact Wrestling anymore. Uh, you know, he's talking about uh, you know Kenny Omega having to uh, pretty much bring his frat brothers from Nashville to watch his back. You know, mm. and he, he says it with the two sweet the whole time. Mm. Uh, says he just uh, you know. Instead of you know thinking that he made it a little bit more complicated, he just made things more fun, meaning more bodies, more blood, more violence, more necks to break, more limbs to break. Uh, says bring on the whole city of Nashville down to Jacksonville if you have to. Bring whoever you have you want to from Japan or Mexico because it all remains the same. All roads in professional wrestling lead through me. Ooh, I like that. I knew you would. Yeah, I gotta I watch that. 
Ooh, chills, huh? Chills. Goosebumps and whatnot? No. <laughs> uh, after this, we get a kind of a weird, it's an it's a Eddie Kingston backstage promo, but it's not really. Like, okay. they ask him because he has a match. It's announced that him and, and Lance Archer finally have a one-on-one for next week. Okay. Before he can say anything, Archer just interrupts, and he's just they're just kind of talking over each other. Like, it's just, you just all you hear is Archer just, like, kind of stealing his microphone, like, <laughs> like dirt to dirt, ash to ashes, dust to dust. It doesn't matter. Everybody dies. <laughs> and they're just talking. So they're just talking. Nah, so it's like an argument. Really. Yeah, it really, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's just it didn't really do anything. It didn't I mean, yeah, it's I not mean, putting I mean, no gas on the well, fire. Well, Jake does step up and he talks his shit, and then you hear like laughs from from off camera. Jake, come on, come on. Yeah, I did. Someone said Jake is the best hype man this for some reason this week. So I guess I, I got to see what he does or what he adds to that. So. I mean, it was nothing different than he usually does. He just you could actually hear him. And, oh man! Instead of shirt, man. instead of having to argue over Taz, three hundred dollars you know shirt, I mean? man. Oh man! I just they just man. Paige gave me this shirt. No, this is my per diem, man. Oh, oh come on, man! I got this for the yo, whole thing. Yo, by the way, that clip you sent me where he was talking to, to Macho oh. Man about what was about to happen in the Royal Rumble. Yo, Jesus, man. Oh man! But that, I, that but that was the one that had everybody in it where, where the the title was on the line. Yeah, yeah. And Flair I, won that one. I think that was ninety two. It's just like safe sex. <laughs> It just ain't happening, just man. Ain't happening, man. <laughs> you better like, abstain from the title and abstain from. I was like, was, abstain, uh, great. Anyway, uh, so yeah, what's what's next down? Uh, Kenny Omega arrives uh, okay. as uh, Mark Vez. <laughs> yeah, large head, Mark Vez. Large head uh, confronts Kenny as he pops in. Uh, he arrives to the arena and uh, you know he's trying to talk to him about what happened with Callus and the Bucks earlier. And he's, he, you know, he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, you know, he's like, well, yeah, when, when you were at the beach, he's like, I wasn't at the beach. What are you talking about? <laughs> so he has like, he just no sells it, right? Yeah. And then he kind of just walks past him and goes to find Callus in their locker room. And, you know, they show him. He's trying to show off this new look. I don't know if you saw this. They were kind of roasting him online. I'm sure this is what you do when you're a heel. You do things to get people talking because that's what heel people do. Mm-hmm. But he had this real flashy, like, uh, like almost looked like a disco top kind of flashy purple shirt. Mm. It looked like something that, that. I, I hate to say, it, but but uh, you know, um, the dream would wear, probably. You know oh, I mean? got you. Uh, he was wearing one of those with some black pants with white pinstripe slacks, and he had like some. That's what Kenny was wearing. It was some like leprechaun ass shoes on. Yes. Oh wow. So yes. he he was going for the full. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, we've seen this before. Yeah. You know, Jericho with the scarf and yeah, you know, certain Matt people. Hardy with the with the cream colored pants. Yeah. And you all, know. Yeah. yeah it's. Oh. Anyway, uh, he sees Callus' face with makeup all over it, trying to kind of hide, like, you can see that there's, like, some bruises on his face. It's not, mm-hmm. like, overdone, but you could tell there's, you could super tell there's makeup on there. Yeah. He has, like, glasses on over it, too. Oh, he's, he's trying to hide something. He asks who did this to him, and he says he, he doesn't want to say because he'll get upset. He says, tell me who did this now. I, I'm, I'm, you know, basically, he's like, we're going we're gonna to get him, whoever did this to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then he slips up, quote, unquote, and says, Mad Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say Mad Nick. I'm like, oh, great. So mm. you don't know what this means, but, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like okay there's obviously some cracks being shown within the elite mm-hmm. but you know that's all it really shows for that but i digress after this uh this is one of the matches that had way too many spots in it man way too many spots but what match we got here matt Sydal in top flight oh, oh of course versus hardy party oh, and you yeah. know what someone said that uh they thought that matt they were like you know tony khan should put Matt Seidel and Top Flight in a group together, which I'm not mad at because they did work really well, except yeah. for a few spots that if you watch it, you're going to be like, what? And he the was part fuck? of Airborne. Well, top I was going to say, but yeah. they, were, they were saying they can call him Airborne. I'm like, that, that would work. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it wouldn't be his move name. Yeah. It would, you know, it'd be, it, it would work. Or was it Air Boom? I'm sorry. He, but his name was Airborne. Yeah, Evan it was, Born, it was right? Evan yeah, Bourne. Yeah. The name of the shooting star press was Airborne. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, um, I, I, I would love to hear Mark talk about how green some of these guys are in this match. Because Ooh, there was a it few. It shows, huh? <laughs> yeah. Who's uh, no? Just tell me. <laughs> so we get Dante, which is the lighter, the lightest yep. of the lighter. Yep. <laughs> Dante versus Marquen, uh, back and forth with some strikes and evasions, as you could tell between the you know when you think about the two guys Seems starting so the match. Early now, I think about to have these guys. Go Dude, I, I was, other, I just right. thought it was weird to have Top Flight on the main roster instead of Dark. Uh, why yeah. are you still trying to get over Private Party already? And, and then you got the acclaimed up there again too. And it's like, yeah. hey, I'm not mad at the diversity, but it's like, yo, you know, it's I mean, I, maybe it's because I'm so trained to. to think that only one can get over at a time because that's what they've yeah. done in the past but i feel like you they can't need a better feeder system they, too they but, need something um, i don't know yeah. but anyways the, the, the trading strikes evasions uh dante hits marquin with a drop kick isaiah tries to run in but gets drop kicked by darius who runs in who, who which they follow up with a uh, rocker style double drop kick to marquin mm. uh then this is where this there was some weird ass botch it was they tagged in Seidel and they did like this weird like triple leapfrog thing where mm-hmm. they all like leapfrogged. Uh, it was weird, yeah. But then when they came back, you know, yeah, Top Flight tried. They tried some weird like, and this is uh, I'm writing it how I could write it. Some weird monkey flip aerial attack where Dante was monkey flipping Darius into something. I was supposed to he was supposed to land on him, but he didn't. And then he tried to like moonsault on him. And then moonsaulted well over him and completely misses him, and then tries to go for this awkward like pin spot when he's not the he's not the like the legal man at all. Ooh. And then like Matt Saito just has to you could tell like he pulls out that corkscrew like Santani does from the ground. Yeah, but he had to like he was like almost like he had to pull it out early just to like compensate. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. you know. So it was yeah, it was just like like it was one of those things where I'm like, ooh, Cornet about to talk about y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, Seidel has, yeah, he has to hit the, the spot early. Uh, Ma- Matt Hardy starts down at Mark Quinn to get him a little more aggressive on his attack mm-hmm. on Seidel. Uh, he tags in Isaiah as he takes out uh, top flight off the apron. Uncharacteristic of, of Isaiah for doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Private Party all try to run off the ropes as Seidel and top flight all hit a simultaneous rolling single crab a la Lance Storm. And I mean that they all each had some, like yeah. two of them, three of them, and they all had one. Yeah. Leg, so yeah, it was yeah. like this I, weird. I I, I, t- I totally could see how. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Hardy with a cheap shot on Sidell. Private Party hit a uh, head scissor Enzu combo. Uh, Enziguri, I like the random mm. shorthand. Yeah, you good. Uh, followed by a diving springboard splash onto a grounded Sidell by Marquen. Uh, as we do get a picture in picture, uh, Hardy finally tags in and hits Sidell with a, with the snake eyes in the corner. Uh, throws a really obvious working punch that does not even touch his head. Um, but he Ooh. reacts to that you can totally tell. Uh. Uh, but he does lock in his sleeper, which I was like, at this point, he should he really needs to bring in bring back that ice pick. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Isaiah tags in and continues the That's offense. Like, that was what that butterfly lock. Yeah, it did. was like a, yeah, a yeah. With, with the with the with the grapevine with the scissors. Yeah, yeah, leg body scissors. Yeah, yeah. with the hooks. So that's what he used to say. What's the yeah. damn fucking Rogan? Uh, he got the hooks in. It's over mm-hmm. now. Yep. Uh, Isaiah tags in and continues the offense with a sleeper of his own. Tags in Mark Quinn for an attempted double suplex, but Seidel floats over and takes out Hardy with uh oh takes out Hardy off the apron, then hits uh, Private Party with with that double Hurricane Rana spot. Oh okay. Uh, tags in Darius Martin of Top Flight who hits the step up Enzu and Spanish Fly off the ropes. Ooh. Seems like he's compensating for what happened because he's really going hard. Yeah. Uh, Hardy tries for the twist of fate but gets thrown out the ring with a very green looking low bridge uh, from Top Flight um, because 
Dante pulls the ropes down before he even throws them. Oh, over. so he could have really got Matt. It was Matt Hardy that took the bump. Yeah. Ooh, no. Yeah, I'm sure Matt would like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things where you're you like, talk to him. You're like, like, he talks probably. I was like, I was like, you sure you don't want to? I was like, yeah. You don't. Know, you sure you want to pair these guys up? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Man. Um, but uh, does hit the uh, a lo-fi uh, suicide dive with big impact on Hardy on the outside. Uh, Private Party uh, try for the silly string, but top flight counter with that uh, leapfrog jumping attack that Charlie Haas and uh, Shelton Benjamin used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I have seen him do that. Um, th- for a near fall, there was uh, some malfunction at the junction as Isaiah tags out, and Hardy hits two side effects to take out top flight and then catches Sidell, who jumps off the top for a third uh, side effect. And he actually tries to pin all of them at the same time. Really? Like, lays on, like, you know, because the top flight and their green ass, they yep. like. Position themselves and make sure they were all next to each other like dead bodies in a morgue. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, and then he just like you know, just, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, of course, there were three kickouts. Uh, you know, because they kicked out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hardy then tar- tags in Mark Quinn, who hits the Enzu on Sidell. Uh, Sidell cleans his clock. Uh, also with a roundhouse of his own. Then he tags in Dante of Top Flight as he hits an okay looking. Uh, what I put? What what was it? <laughs> oh, that's what it was. An okay looking front flipping Hurricane Rana. It was weird. He said okay looking though. Because it was like. That's horrible. Because he runs and talking has about to a dragon flip. Rana? Yeah, but he like so the guy's in the corner and he runs and like jumps and flips into it. Who is this? Dante. I have seen him do that. It doesn't. It, it looks underwhelming. Yeah, that's it's like he's scared to make real it's, contact. It's okay looking, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you're so, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> it's all right. And okay. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> top flight looked to set up Mark Quinn uh, up top for a double team move. Hardy comes in and pushes Darius over the ropes onto the floor, then distracts the ref as Isaiah hits Dante with a chair. And steps up Mark Quinn for the shooting star press for the win. Wow. Isaiah smiles at Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn smiles back as they kind of turn heel. Okay. Sidell and Darius try to confront Private Party about the dirty win, but then they immediately attack him with forearm shots and feed them both to Hardy for two twists of fate. So I call them for, for, for twistos. Yeah, twistos. I like those. Um, now, honestly, that sounds good. It just sounds like extra steps to get to the heel turn. It, it really like was. a lot to get. And you Bro, said there's another I'm match that's like that? Bro. Like, yeah, dude. no, I was looking at your notes. I was like, whew, that's one match? That's crazy. Yeah, and that was me, like, not trying to call everything. I'm like, well, I cannot call that. Or, okay, I can't. So it's longer than that. <laughs> Fucking A. Uh, next, we have an Inner Circle backstage segment. Uh, MGF is with is Wardlow. Is that main event? Yes. Okay. MGF is with Wardlow as they enter the, the locker room with uh, PNP, Hager, and Sammy. Says he, uh, he understands the hostility. Says that if it were up to him, this match wouldn't be happening at all. Uh, but that Chris is their leader, and what he says does go. Uh, Sammy also says that, you know what, if he had it his way, a lot of things wouldn't be happening, and he steps up to him in his <laughs> nice. face. MGF then says, you know what, you know what, you know, we've been doing this for months, and they kind of finally confront the heat. He says, you know, I love these guys, and I even love you too because, you know what, I have to because we're all family, and we need to be family and operate as such to survive. Says he respects Sammy for not being scared to speak on his opinion and his thoughts, but asks him to understand that he wants what's best for the group just as much as everyone else wants what's best for mm. the group. He dabs everybody up, but Sammy says that they aren't there yet as they go to the next match, which this was weird because I remember last week it was uh, advertised as Nyla Rose taking on Layla yeah, Hirsch. Yeah, I was going to say. I thought so. Now it's Penelope. Yeah. And I'm guessing it was just to get this whole Charles Taylor thing over, right? I Yeah. 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 I mean, it was weird because they said, I guess, that they, they actually have some history between them. 
Who's that? Miro uh, and Chuck? And, and, uh, Ford and Hirsch. Oh, okay. I didn't so, realize So, I that. mean, I, I don't really know, obviously, but that, mm-hmm. that's what they were saying on uh, commentary. So. Oh, probably in the indies. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've I watched some tape on uh, Hirsch, yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to say that they're, they must be really seeing something in Hirsch. She's been featured in, I believe this is what, like her third big feature yeah. matchup on- And on, she's uh, only been going like a year and a half. She's from Jersey, I think. Um, yeah, originally yeah. from Moscow, uh, adopted by a family in Jersey. Yeah. Been doing, you know, collegiate wrestling out there and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, she's against Penelope. Um, which is you know they they obviously look at Penelope in a certain yeah, way because yeah. she got a, a championship match not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know something about her height made me think that maybe she should join either like Team Taz. Who's that? Hirsch. Yeah, I thought so too. Or maybe I was surprised she's. Or maybe like her and Mur- Miro could do something down the line. Like yeah, once he cool separates with the whole from Russian, Kip. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bulgaria. Um, thing. but yeah, Chuck is in the Butler outfit and is uh, referred to as Charles, as you had uh, referred to. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Hirsch with the low basic gravity, giving uh, more, uh, you know, giving her more core strength and leverage against the smaller Penelope Ford. Penelope catches Hirsch with a shoulder block, but hits uh, a kip up. Uh, Charles trips her up. Yes, that is what I'm saying. Charles trips her up at the behest of Kip Sabian. Uh, but Hirsch then catches Ford in a flying armbar, who reaches for the ropes. Hirsch then goes after Kip on the outside before getting blindsided by a pump kick by Ford. Mm-hmm. She throws Hirsch back into the oh, she throws her into the barricade before we go into a, a picture in picture. Uh, which goes into a commercial for some reason. Like it was like a picture in picture, then like it started showing commercials, and they like came back later. That's it was, weird. Yeah, we came back with a forty getting a near fall on Hirsch. Uh, both ladies now in a slugfest, and they're really laying into it actually. Okay. Uh, Hirsch trips up Penelope and uh, gets her in like a split position as she hits her with a running knee, mm. followed oh, yeah. by that, a that uh, basement knee. Yeah. That's her favorite thing to hit. Yeah, yeah it, re- it honestly reminded me of a uh, uh, Hickory's move. Yeah, a little um, bit, or even I know Alistair used to kind of hit that like oh that yeah combo yeah, and then would, would yeah. kind of finish it with that pump. I miss Alistair. To the, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, fucking man. Tommy and Ben. Yeah, uh, followed by a deadlift German suplex, and then hits a, a running meteora in the uh, on Ford, who's in the corner, mm-hmm. and I also hits her with uh, what I call the the, oh, the, the slingshot the, knees. The oh, she hits the she hits the running meteora like kind of like what Sasha does, mm-hmm. but then she follows up with like that slingshot drop kick that Jeff Hardy does too. Yeah, okay, so usually does that with knees is what I've seen her do, but mm-hmm. I, okay, so she switched. Okay, cool. Then she getting her shit in there. Yeah, okay. Penelope tries for a flipping axe kick, uh, but gets oh. counter. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty. It looked pretty. Uh, like it can it connected. It was amazing. yeah, yeah. Okay. It looked pretty cool. Uh, but gets countered and clotheslined by Hirsch. Hirsch climbs to the top rope, but hits uh, a flipping senton on Kip and Charles on the outside instead. Mm. Um, Penelope catches Hirsch with a running boot as she's trying to come back into the ring, and pins her with the help of Kip, who holds her leg down. So, so Charles didn't help at all. He did. He tripped her. Remember earlier though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then he got splashed on. Um, okay. He oh, took, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're he right, took you're the right. spot with okay. Kip. So, gotcha. you know, that makes sense. Uh, Miro actually calls for the mic and he calls Charles into the ring, tells him, you know, I could be really mean to you anytime I want, but I'm not. I'm a nice guy. I could take you to places you've never been to before by being with me. All you have to do is tell that Orange Cassidy, that George Michael wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That Miro is the your jean, best. Je- that, that Miro is your best friend now. Uh-huh. And, you know, Chuck. Has to do so, and so he does. Of course. And good. Orange with the slow, sad walk away. Oh, <laughs> they really, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a long couple months till Trent comes back, I see. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he's only he's only with them for a month, you know, and then, like, yeah. they, they also advertise the, the I mean, well, I'm going to talk about it right here because, you know, the, yeah, beach break and the wedding coming up <laughs> and all that. But mm-hmm. anyways, we get uh, backstage attack as the Good Brothers are seen again with Kenny Omega in his uh, dressy shirt, mm-hmm. uh, beating down Pentagon Jr., which I don't understand why 
like they I mean he said Matt and Nick but then they showed them beating them because up because so. last week they, they had heat with them we, yeah, yeah cause remember they was, came out after the fact yeah. and all that stuff yeah I, it, I get what you're saying what it is is they're not doing a good job showing you what happened last week and then so that like when playing, the, yeah refreshing so, the right? memory so when the receipt comes it's like oh yeah because I think that's two weeks in a row you're like I didn't get why the Lucha Bros came out, and I was like, oh, because Ray Phoenix had this match and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, even the week before. So, that's two for two. They're not doing a good job with but there you go. Championships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, but dude, like, he takes off his, his freaking leprechaun boot, and, like, I was like, is this supposed to be a shot at Rey Mysterio? Because he starts trying to, like, wedge it into his eye. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. Uh, anyways, we get the uh, announcements for the uh, the segments and matches for next week. We got Kingston versus Archer, like like they were talked about earlier. Mm. Cody responds to Shaq, though. I don't know why it takes him so long. Uh, he's responding to the, the the comments he had <laughs> when he was on TV with Brandy like months ago. Oh yeah, what was the first match you said? Uh, Kingston and Archer. Archer. Okay, I don't know why I thought you said R Truth at first. I was like, I know he didn't say R Truth. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Kingston Archer. Okay, so and then Cody responds. Okay, to, to Shaq. Uh, we got Dax versus Jungle Boy, like I talked about earlier as well. Again, if you get a chance to watch that promo, it was uh, for me. It was really good for 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 them to allow Jack that opportunity to not just be a fucking mute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, we got Young Bucks who are supposed to be. Teaming up with the Good Brothers to face Dark Order, and that's uh, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, Cole Cabana, and oh no, I'm sorry, not Cole Cabana, uh, uh, Uno and uh, Grayson. Oh, okay, yeah. So kind of like one the through original, four. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was like, how come y'all don't team up more? Like, yeah, that's, you know what I mean. It mm-hmm. just kind of, and then also, you know, they they uh, talked about beach break in two weeks, which you know, of course, they also advertised the Kip and Penelope wedding, mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, and then mm-hmm. they also advertised a new match where it's going to be a tag team battle royal where the winner will get a, a title shot at Revolution. I was wondering so. like what's going on with that. They haven't done that since the Bucks uh won that I think a year ago with the big, you know, I HBK forgot about that. style yeah. Sammy G gets super kicked out of nowhere and gets clothesline, you know, trying to help proud and powerful. So yeah, it'd be cool to see something like that. I was even wondering if we if we were going to get I almost have myself like I'm mad that FTR doesn't do the 15 minutes of greatness anymore, but I forgot it's because they're not the champions anymore. So, but uh, yeah, that should be interesting. But you're that, champions in your hearts, <laughs> yeah, man. But speaking of tag teams, that brings us, on, I assume, to the main event. <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to get through this, but this is if you don't, if you get a chance, watch this because there's just nonstop action. Okay, and Sammy is the MVP. I believe it. So here we go. MGF and Jericho versus uh, Sammy Hager mm-hmm. versus Proud and Powerful. Mm-hmm. MJF and Jericho's music are blended together, and it wasn't that bad. They oh, okay. uh, sped up MJF's music, and they were playing it uh, background as uh, Judas is playing. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can hear both songs, but I, I got to see that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Judas in my life. That's crazy. It's like a mashup. That's funny. Okay. It's like. Okay, they did. They did. Not yeah, bad, yeah, not yeah. Bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, Sa- Sammy Hager gets a shout out from the actual Sammy Hager, so that was funny. Mm. They played. They played him like via video, saying, "Yeah, my new favorite tag team is Sammy Hager." That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you know what? And then I had a note for everybody that came out. MGF Jericho music blended wasn't that bad. Mm. Sammy Hager, shout out from Sammy Hager. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure Jericho got him to do that. That's fine. And God, it felt so good to hear that music from Proud and Powerful and oh, to see man. them come out together again. 
with that attitude. Yeah, they were bucking shots. Oh man, loved it. Love that. Oh uh, man, the they were they had they the were, gloves on. Okay, let me rephrase. The gloves on. So Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, and Proud and Powerful were definitely the MVPs of this match. Okay, for sure. Um, but anyways, Sammy and MGF start the match, but MGF uh, tags out to Jericho, so he doesn't even face Sammy. Jericho looks hesitant as he and Sammy lock up, and Jericho fakes a cheap shot as they, you know they do the whole tie up. I'm gonna back you into the corner thing. Yeah, he fakes a cheap shot and uh, shakes Sam, uh, Sammy's hand instead, and they have a laugh about it. Then they lock up again. Sammy uh, hits a backflip to get out of an armbar, mm-hmm. and Jericho slaps Sammy. Oh, Sammy wastes no time punching Jericho back. Oh, okay. Shoots him off the ropes, hits another backflip evasion before tagging uh, before tagging Jericho with a corkscrew draw, drop kick that he does. Yep, love that. Uh, kips up and uh, clotheslines Jericho to the outside. Okay. Sammy goes for a, a outside dive but fakes out Jericho, just jumps. He literally springboards to the top rope, hits a backflip, and does that spinning, uh, you know, that spin into the tranquilo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and nice. basically, like, pretty much tells just him to come it, back into the ring. it on him, yeah. Yeah, he did. I'm the sixth guy but, but, but he does it with the middle finger and, t- and ushers oh. him back into the ring. And I was mm. like, oh, man, this is good. This okay. is good storytelling. Uh, Jericho obliges, lays in some chops before trying to try for a drop kick. Sammy catches him in midair and uh, uses it for a catapult that uh, that I wrote that Brian and Cornette will no doubt roast him for because you know that the catapult move, it's all about We've seen when people kind of botch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho is one of those people. Yeah, yes, he is. It. And you he, can tell because he was blown up. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing when Orange was trying to snap off Inzu's and it just looked bad. Yeah, because he kept, like, he's like, yeah. Let like me, falling on top hey, of Hey, just, just, just let me take it underneath my armpit instead of my head. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, that's effective. Yeah, for real. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, he, you know, he, uh, they, he does a catapult. It's a catapult right in a, a right hand from Hager, mm. uh, who tags in this in near fall. Hager tags in. And Jericho tags in Santana, you know, because you could tag in whoever yeah, you want. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Santana eats a shoulder block before taking the big man off his feet. It was good so seeing Santana. So this is not triple way. threat rules at any point. No, it's just, no, okay. yeah. Uh, takes the big man, big man off his feet with a uh, basement drop kick and a double team back suplex with Ortiz. Uh, Jericho blind tags in as he takes out Ortiz, but Santana catches him with a springboard uh, crossbody off the ropes. Okay. Followed by a running senton by Ortiz and a moonsault, by, or a step up moonsault by Santana. Oh I think yeah, you've I know seen that before. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, we go to picture in picture here as Santana tries to shoot Jericho off the ropes. He puts on the brakes, tags in Sammy before taking a powder. Uh, Sammy comes rushing in but gets caught by Santana, who gets backflipped with or it's weird. It's he 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 goes for like it's almost like a. Uh, slice bread. Yeah, and then he uh, Ortiz grabs uh Santana's legs and he uses them to help him backflip over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he lands on his feet and still holds the hold, so he has him in like a reverse DDT. DDT, style. and then yeah. he lifts him up, and they do like a a reverse DDT sit out power bomb. It's crazy. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. They don't they don't bring it out a lot, but yeah, yeah. That's crazy they, that they actually did that in this match. Okay. Yeah, you know, they, they against they their own out. brethren. Yeah, and again, picture in pictures when they usually like do yeah, we'll show like out. Yeah. Uh, Ortiz follows up with a calf kick for another near fall. Santana tags back in and continues working on Sammy. Uh, he picks him up uh, in, in a uh, hanging vertical and then tags in Jericho, who holds Sammy in midair as he finishes the oh, suplex. Oh, this old spot. Okay. Uh, I, I was I was like, are they going to do like? Are, is everyone going to get a shot? I was wondering how they're going to go, but they mm. only they only did just the one. Gotcha. Uh, Jericho tries for the uh, for the classic pin. Of course, it gets a, a one. Uh, then he actually tries for the classic bulldog out of the corner, but Sammy runs him into the other corner, yeah, Bronco cro- Buster style. Him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hager gets the hot tag as Jericho tags MGF, but uh, what's it say? Oh, okay. But he gets taken out with the big clothesline uh, from from Big Hurt and a, a huge wrestling uh, tackle. I, I know you know which one I'm talking yep, about. Yep. 
Uh, Sammy gets a springboard cutter on MJF. Nice. Uh, but Ortiz tags himself in via MJF and eats a clothesline from Sammy. Mm. Uh, Sammy then clotheslines Jericho to the outside again to set up a diving attack. But a PMP stop him, and for some reason, they decide this was the perfect time to announce the main event for Beach Break during this match. And then they, and they show this graphic, and then they're just talking over the matches are going. And it's the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega versus Moxley, Phoenix, and Pac. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could have booked that, but anyway. I mean, it, they could have talked about it later, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Proud uh, uh, happens. Proud and Powerful hit stereo diving attacks to the outside on, on different sides, like Santana hits a running fl- rope flip on Hager to one side, and then Ortiz hits a suicide on Jericho to the other side. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Now I'm stuck. Okay, here it goes. So, oh, yeah. Sammy hit. Then he he even one-ups him and hits a Spaceman plancha to take out MJF, who's on the outside after that. Uh, Sammy with a Poison Karana on MJF and then hits uh, the Spanish Fly on Ortiz Avalanche style, which I love that they said the Spanish Fly for the Spanish God. Yeah. Yep. Like, All right. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, nice, nice. Calm down, Excalibur. No, uh, Jericho called for the bat for I don't I don't know who threw it to him, but I, he calls for the bat. The ref is like trying to you know get everybody you know yeah yeah he, he's trying to regain control. Distracted. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Jericho calls for the bat and then turns right around and the Hager who sees it who boots the shit out of Jericho Whew. before he could use it. Nice. Cameron then pans to MGF who calls for the diamond ring. He puts it on. He turns around right in the Hager. Who punches the shit out of him before he gets to use it as well? Oh man! Uh, it, it, like I said, it was pretty good spots from top to bottom, man. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, oh, the proud and powerful try to try to uh sneak in and get a uh you know the leverage now that he, you know because he was distracted with the diamond ring and, and 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 the bat and all that. Yeah. Uh, he actually hits a double clothesline like like Ultimate Warrior status uh status on PNP. Sammy hits a standing shooting star press for a near fall. Uh, but then MJF catches Sammy in a power bomb. Jericho hits a line salt that was near botching because he damn near slipped off the dude. You see him go to run and he he fake runs and just does a step up to the rope and then tries to do it and literally almost like fucking slips. Yeah, I yeah, it was that. it was not it was not good. He's he's giving these uh, NBA fans more to talk. Shit yeah, about. he really yeah, is. Yeah. Um, th- then they catch Sammy in a double flapjack for days. Shout out to McFly. Mm-hmm. But uh, Proud and Powerful blind tag themselves in as they hit Jericho with uh, I forgot the name of the move. It's um, it's like the reverse suplex that they do. Oh, you talking about who? Proud and Powerful? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where they? Yeah, I know what you talking. It's about. like 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 they do the arm wrench and they flip them backwards on yeah. their stomach, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Jericho pretty much sold it like a like a reverse like like a reverse uh, inverted suplex. Yeah, that's what uh, I think. For a near fall, as Jericho hits Ortiz with a code breaker for another near fall, Hager then tags in and hits the uh, Hager bomb on MJF. As a uh, Sammy uh, tags in, and then hits the, a huge Swanton bomb. Ortiz breaks up the pin. Sammy hits the GTH on Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Go to what? Go to hell, I think. Oh, okay. I mean, pretty much the the yeah, yeah, feast your yeah. eyes, which I mean, yeah. I'll let you watch how Jericho sells feast that as your well. Mask. Because Jericho just rolls on his knees; he doesn't even sell it from his actual feet. Uh, uh, anyways, he tries the same on MJF, who slips out, rolls over, and uh, and rolls up Sammy with the tights to win. Of course, yeah, that's what and, I was waiting uh, here. Yeah, that's that was pretty much dynamite, my friend. 
All right, man. That that sounds very action packed, but I'm not surprised. I know AEW they usually try to bring a lot more content. Um, I mean, especially they since they've hit the two hour mark, it wasn't like they had to change formats. That's been their format, and I think they know what they're doing. Though I always think sometimes they gotta chill. Like they don't need to push so much stuff like on a week to week basis. Like I, I, I'm, especially I'm right now, like with with everything going on. Espe- yeah, especially they don't have a live audience to mm-hmm. eat it all up. I mean, they do, but not the traditional sense like there are yeah. people in the stands but it's not like these aren't the people that are investing in their company and buying the merch yeah. and, and investing and buying into the the characters and stuff like that these are people who work there like, yeah so like I, I i agree um i do think that they they are still like you know how people that they're, they're trying to it's like you know they're they have their uh they, they have the stethoscope right you yeah. know people who try to break into uh those super duper high grade like safes yeah. They got to listen to it and, and try to click, oh, you know, yeah, the dial to see yeah, how, yeah, yeah. to get the combination right. I feel like they've been doing a lot of that, and they've been like toning down the amount of multi-man matches that they've been having. Yeah, the six-man was good, but like I said, I mean, dude, I was, ugh, I'm, I'm tongue-tied here, you know, trying to drop yeah, all this stuff, and I, I, mean, and, I, and I and I try to keep it to a minimum, but like, like you know, with the inner circle stuff, it made sense because everyone there's a star. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's tough too because I feel like yeah, that makes sense. But I, I feel like they should try if they can uh, limit themselves to one multi man match per week because yeah, it's cool to see six man and private Hardy Party, I should say, Seidel and Top Flight. But if you got on the same card as an eight man, it's like I don't know which one. I mean, the two different matches. Yeah, don't get but me wrong. One you know, opened very well, and the other one was probably full of uh, athleticism and, and and all that. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes it makes it seem like that's for, formulaic a little bit. Like, let's yeah. make sure we get our two yeah, multi-man, our one don't female forget, match. We our... need the Undertaker. Yeah, because I feel like we really <laughs> like, could yeah. just we could have two female matches instead of two multi-man matches. You know what I mean? Especially if the multi-man matches only lead to more multi-mans which, or, which or, or is, it's just to buy time. It's ironic you bring that up, too, because someone had asked Kenny if there's something he wanted to do or, like, I guess resolutions for – aw the new year and he's like oh it'd be cool for the women's uh division to get more attention on and i'm like nigga don't you run the women's? aren't you yeah. part evp like he's too busy going to like, impact and triple a or triple a and buying fancy shoot yeah. shoes and shirts <laughs> apparently, and apparently being a I, good brother i will say though on the nxt side of things one thing i did notice too was uh although thatcher did win with a tap out he didn't beat him with the fujiwara you know yeah. what I mean? And even though he did eat the fairy tale ending, he didn't like pass out or anything. So I had to say yeah, I forgot I, that they've done a good job protecting both men in both matches. You know what I, I mean? I, I will say I'm surprised uh the amount of protection that Thatcher has gotten. Yeah. Um I mean, but, although he did eat a little bell, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, what I'm saying is like he at first seemed just like another character, just in, like another cog in the machine. Yeah. Until they really started putting, you know, investing in him especially and, and coming right after atlas like you well know, that, that and, and i mean he kind of was just filling in for uh for pete dunn remember yeah, with the Matt riddle stuff so yeah that's true it was kind of like man i feel bad because this guy's kind of a side you know he's not as entertaining as pete dunn is alongside a guy like Matt riddle so i don't know how long this is gonna last yeah because those vignettes and if it fails are, it's gonna be him you know what i mean like yeah, the fans but those, aren't into it anymore. i think the vignettes have definitely helped him yeah i know, i believe so and, bit, but uh and the presentation too overall it's, yeah it's been it's been good but definitely i haven't watched the rest of Dynamite it does yeah, sound like they may have I had a look. lot more stuff. And I mean, we just broke it to you guys here. Revolution, it's set. Sting and Darby yep. are going to tag. Street fight. 
Uh, Revolution is like what two months away from now. Since especially uh, you said two weeks I, I from think now it's is, either, is it February? Yeah, yeah I think it is February because fe- you last, just said beach breaks in two weeks. So yeah, that that's the last show I went to for AW was Revolution before everything there you went go. dark. They're like yeah. it's just been crazy. So, but yeah, that um, that should be interesting because I think the last time we went to Revolution was what the, was that the Bucks versus Omega and uh, Hangman? That was the big that tag was, match they were talking about. I so. believe that's what uh, I think that's when Moxley. Won the championship, might have, yeah, as well. So, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, that, that was the Wednesday night war review. Um, thank you guys again for tuning in. As always, mm-hmm. uh, this has been episode uh, one thirty six. Um, I mean, we had some pretty good stuff with the news. We had some great stuff with the reviews. And uh, as always, check out our sponsors, man, and make sure you check out World's Greatest Tag Team. You can get that now yes, everywhere you go to stream music. Um, you could also follow us. Anywhere you go to for social media, that is uh, the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That is Quincy Jones Show on Twitter as well as backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook as well. If you guys are looking uh, to get, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, suited and booted with a Quincy Jones Show official T-shirt, it got, it got a little pocket for you to come put, on, yeah. put all your pleasantries in. You know what I'm saying? You, on you're on the go. You, you need something to put something in? We, we got you. You know what I mean? We, we, mm-hmm. if, if anybody got you, we got you back. And, and that's your front as well. And, and your right and left sleeve because we got T-shirts. Hit us up, man. It's the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com and also indie wrestlers shout out to y'all man or even yeah. pro wrestlers I, I don't even like to use the term indie but anybody that's that's doing your thing and that in 20 by 20 or that 16 by 16 or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're wrestling in we are looking to expand into getting into more interviews man hit us up man you know zoom is the way right now we could also uh you know get down on uh some skype if need be uh, let us know, man. We we, we definitely want to feature you. If you think, yeah, if, if you guys think we could be able to help you guys out or uh, if you're interested in uh, doing a, a in-depth interview or maybe you got something you want to promote, yeah. let us know, man. The Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And, of course, don't forget to follow me, Quincy Jones. Go on Spotify today to get all that dope Russell rap. But let me not take the spotlight from the man that's been putting on for the last three years for Russell rap culture hey. on the Quincy Jones Show. Here, that is your Studio, in-studio, hip-hop hybrid. Yo, you guys know what it is. Doc Lesnar, I'll tell you guys every week, the only one in existence, hip-hop hybrid, that is, in the world of professional and independent, whether it's got to be with hip-hop, whether it's wrestling, everywhere in between. I bridge that gap. That's what I do. You already heard my brother. He already told you. Go check him out on Spotify. But go ahead and check him out on every other platform. Like, I tell you to check me out on every other platform. It's not just Spotify. You go iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Tidal, Pandora, all of the above. Wherever you go to stream your favorite artist today, tomorrow, any other day, you're going to do it on the way to work, on the way home, on the way to the gym. That's where you're going to find me. D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R, the one with the five-star bars. In the meantime, look up tower gang or mega towers because that's our tag team because we are the world's greatest tag team or follow yours truly at doc lesnar on ig at doc underscore kjs pod because you know we make memes over here or follow your boy at i'm doc lesnar on twitter and facebook other than that my dude quincy jones we are here 2021 quincy's catering i got three words for him top Top guys guys out. out